Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why do dudes be acting like this house of rest bracelet is like a Louis belt or something? Like, you shouldn't be reading your pictures off with your house of rest bracelet. What does that signify to us? What are we supposed to think of that? Ooh. Look at that jailbird. He's sexy. It makes it seem less of a punishment that way. I don't want to see your house arrest bracelet, bro. Not saying that you got to cover it because it's hot. I get it. Just saying there's no point for you to be taking a picture with your whole ankle in the camera so that we can see that you on house arrest. We know you a bird, bro. We know you a bird. I, I, I'm so annoyed with people. Oh, people get on my nerves. I hate the way people think. I hate, I, oh, people. Mm. I see you got your hair done. I did. I'm out here. I'm looking good. All of that shit. I'm just not in a great space. Oh, yeah, anybody listening? Ain't gonna be no fucking I'm a mom this week. I'm not in a space. <laughs> not in the space. I'm not in the space. I'm physically in pain. I'm tired. I have like no time. Why why she why she got these third deaths off? I got no tolerance. Like um this is a self uh what is this uh uh self-care week we're gonna call it that and then on top of that they gave us the closing date for the house so we move in but I got like doctor's appointments and shit next week and there's just too much going on. So, yeah, that's my week recap. Don't ask me nothing else about my week. How was yours? I learned better from last time. Um, <laughs> I got to do the elections last week. That was fun. They got you working a lot of overtime? I think I did. I worked from 5 to 11. Yeah, 5 to 11. Just that day? Yeah. Thank God just that day. Yeah, I was about to say because that that's... You work from five to eleven additional, and then like additional hours to what you worked already. It was went in five a.m. Luckily, I didn't do the first run, but I did have to answer calls and all that, set things up. Oh, and when you said five to eleven, you mean five a.m. to eleven p.m. Yes. Okay. But I, I got extra five, money. Five to five p.m. to eleven. That's why I'm like, what you had? You stayed after work, or no? You just did a straight. Oh, That's a long time, bro. How'd you feel afterwards? Um, I don't sleep well because it's hot as shit. It's, it's, air conditioner is old as fuck, so I'm kind of used to it. 
It's my dad. It's like oh, it's the same thing. Like I'm, I keep saying like yo, I'm tired, and I noticed this morning. I'm like yo, I've waking up at between like six and seven for like the last week. I'm like, why am I waking up so early? Like I don't need to be up this early, and I'm realizing now it's because. Like today, I realized I'm used to getting up this early, but I realized that it was, I was having, like, I was sleeping so poorly that it was just like, fuck it, I might as well just get up. And so now my body is used to being up early or used to not getting as much sleep, I'll say. Stupid. All from discomfort. I swear, yeah, that's nothing that just makes me sick. Comfort. Comfort. Like, what the fuck? Why can't I just be comfortable all the time? Like, I don't get it. You got to get a new bed because now your bed hurt. You're sinking in. Your back hurt. You got to get a new pillow because why? Because now you're old. Your head is heavy. So your neck hurts a certain way. Now you got to worry about aligning your spine. And your neck. Like, what? No, I just want to wake up and be comfortable. I want to lay down and be comfortable. I would say get a purple mattress, but I think it's overhyped. The, the thing is, like, there was like one mattress that I slept on in a hotel that was just like, not for nothing. I probably should have actually looked at the mattress to see what brand it was so that I could get it. Cause it was, it was like my neck from my neck down. It just hit perfectly. Like right now, mm-hmm. my like, we shouldn't have to have sleep combinations. Do you understand what I'm saying? We should just be fortunate enough to be comfortable, period. We shouldn't have to match this pillow with this pillow to get this type of night's sleep. Mm-hmm. We should just be comfortable. I don't know why God just didn't want us to be comfortable. <sighs> don't get me started, bro. Oh, and I'm menstrual, obviously, so a lot of this is just PMS. But still, motherfuckers want to be comfortable. That's it. comfort and you know somebody gonna have a nerve to say i'm like yeah you know being a woman is it's, it sucks being i think I, you might see on my sucks being like a woman or whatever oh well wait till you gotta have a fist up your ass to get your prostate check you i don't care how, you ever have it as bad as a woman does okay somebody sticking a finger in your butt ain't bad it's good it feels wonderful so don't sit there and tell me oh it's just bad no no Okay, no, we get punished every month. Then, oh, child, mm. if it's not bad enough that we got to do all of these extra things with our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that on top of that, we got to be reminded that we are nothing more than carriers. Every month we got to be reminded. Why? Because we ain't carrying. So now if we ain't carrying, we punish with a period. That's bullshit, bro. That's bullshit. Bullshit. I don't want to always be pregnant and not have a period. I want to be punished once a month, inconvenienced, emotional for no reason. Are you looking forward to menopause too? Mm, nah, because I heard it's pretty much the same. Well, I'm not <laughs> I'm not looking forward to going through menopause. I'm not looking forward to going through it. But on the other side, I probably wouldn't complain. Probably save a hell of a lot much, a hell of a lot of money on fucking tampons, pads, and whatever else menstrual stuff that we're supposed to be using. It's ridiculous. And and your motherfucking government got the nerve to be taxing us on that shit. 
don't care if it's just a couple of cents. A couple of cents. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I'm like in a weird space right now because I finally watched that I May Destroy You show and I finished the last episode sucked but I finished it and now I'm like I don't know. I slowly, before I was like coming into this whole, not feminism type thing, but like, you know noticing more about the shit that women go through. Mm -hmm. You know? Because I'm not gonna say like I ain't noticed, but like I'm I minimalized so much, and now I'm seeing like I've already was feeling it because like there was a situation that happened like a little me almost that's what I call it I don't call it me too I call it me almost, but um I had a me almost moment and I just swept that bitch under the rug like it was nothing you know what I'm saying yeah and. Then it just started resonating up again and inside of me. I'm like, okay. Okay. Now I'm to the point where when I see the dude, I still get like a little disgust, but it's more so like pity. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sad that you such a clown and you don't get no buns. You don't get no bitches that you got to be a creep in order to try to get a peek. I'm sorry your life sucks like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's still a little bit of like, nah, but you really tried me, yo. Like, I could really, like, if you wasn't a big motherfucker like you are, I probably would really like, I probably really like trying to slide a knife across something. You know what I'm saying? Like, watching that show just made me more upset. And it made me think about all, like, not that I've had a great amount of, um, situations. It wasn't like many situations where I've been in that's just like oh, you were a victim, you were a victim or anything like that. But there have been situations where it's like I've seen now looking back where i noticed you know what I mean? That people like I see what you was trying to do there. You know what I mean? And whatever happened, whatever my added, like usually I'm just mean. You know what I mean? Back then. So like whatever nobody could really pass too much off on me because it was like, yo, I wouldn't even let you get close enough to be trying to even, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. touch the hem of my sleeve. You know what I mean? You ain't touching none of this shit type shit. You know what I mean? But there are situations that I look back on and I'm like, wow. I I played it like it was nothing, but that that you if you did that or if you were acting in that manner toward me and I played it like it was nothing, imagine another girl, you know what I mean, who might have been more uh I guess more nice, you know, a, a, a nicer girl, more passive girl, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Who, 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 who might not have like been able to say, hey, yo, I will punch you in your dick, bitch. Back up. You feel me? No, let's go. So do you like the show or is it just? No, the show is like fucking amazing. I, I, I was astonished. The show was really good. It was really really well written um i didn't like terry as much as you made me think i was gonna like her i kind of don't like terry even though she kind of rebounds towards the end of the show yeah yeah are you at episode eight or episode 12 i'm finished completely oh, finished. Episodes? yeah look at you yeah i completely finished 
when she walked out the when she walked down into the water, I couldn't even get a good night's sleep because I'm sitting there like, nah, I mean, like, I know she ain't dead because it's still more episodes to watch. So, like, but that shit through all right, you know, you ready to start talking about I may destroy you? We already are. <laughs> formally approaching mm-hmm. the topic. All right, so go ahead. Do you think? I feel like with I May Destroy You, as I think we mentioned in the last episode, you get sold on this idea is gonna be so much about this one person's rape, when mm. really so much more than that. It goes into the black British experience. It goes into Terry's unique experience as an actress who has to deal with the white women having to be the gatekeepers of things. You have mm. Kwame, who's a black queer guy who only dates black people and has sex with them surprisingly, who seemingly has never had like a boyfriend or real intimacy. It's just, you know what was killing me? Well, not what's killing me. You know what I adored about that is each person's story. I just heard mommy and I told her, don't call me. I'm not here. <laughs> each person's story is like the, the development, like the, their character development throughout the whole thing, like with Kwame. He want to be a hoe. Obviously, he was running from something. And then he ran into something, and that made him run harder. And then he ran to that guy, and now he don't know. The line that he said in the, um, it wasn't the last episode. It was episode 11, I think it was, where he was saying, like, how you find something good, but you don't know if you ready to be good for it. Mm-hmm. That's real shit. That's real shit. Mad people been there. I know I've been there. It's at least three people I could three people I know for sure who I'll be like, dang, yo, I kinda wild when I let you go. I pro- I probably should have stepped up to the plate on that one. I had that that those times, three times in my life. I feel like for me, it wasn't that he wanted to be a host, just that's all he knew. And that's the only way he knew he how to do from something. I don't think he was running as much as what was it? It was like <laughs> running you running from something you can tell when you running from something he's looking for more ass right after he get out of the ass that he was just in the ass ain't even walk out the room yet and you swiping through for more ass you 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 running from something i think it was he was looking for intimacy that's why when old boy left he got so shook by that because that was somebody we actually had conversations with we seem to have some type of connection with, and that's why he got kind of fucked up in the head by that last time. You're looking for it, though. If you're looking for it, you're not going. If you're looking for it, you're not going to try to sabotage it. If you're looking for it, he's running from it. That's why at the end, when he's talking about the dude, the new dude that's trying to give him something different, he don't know how to respond to that because he's scared of it. You run from things that you're scared of. I know I've been him before. I wasn't hoeing like that, but <laughs> like I, I can identify when you running from something because when you run into it, you kind of step back from it like, oh, whoa, whoa, because you feel, how can I say it? It's like that whole idea of it, like it was 2008, 2009-ish, right? So I went through like this super heartless phase and I wasn't trying to have no kind of emotional connection to anybody. And it seemed like for some reason, everybody wanted me. And I'm like, no niggas, I don't want y'all right now. I mean, you know what? I might sit on it a little bit, but afterwards, I don't want you. You feel what I'm saying? And I kept having those moments. And then finally I came across a dude who I couldn't work 
You know what I mean? I couldn't just, you know what I mean, hit it and try to dip in the middle of the night like I would typically. I couldn't do it. Like, I actually liked this nigga. And it was like, all right, you're you're showing me everything that I was running from. You're showing me that it's okay to have a little safe and secure place. And I wasn't ready for that because I was afraid of it. I knew I would fuck it up because I wasn't trying to step up. That's why I'm saying like he's he was going through all that. Maybe it is all he knows, but I believe me personally, I believe he was running from something. And that's why it was hard for him to accept homeboy and 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 you know like oh you wasting my time bringing me food niggas don't eat food like you feel what I'm saying like that was me you what is you what is you doing hugging me like why is you texting me good morning beautiful niggas ain't beautiful in the morning what are you talking about you know what I mean that was me you run from it and then when you get it and you get in front of it you either have to step up to understand what you were running from because you if you run from something it's always going to keep coming back until you face it period because another thing that kind of weirded me out was how he said his first time was basically him going into some car. That sounded like rape. That ain't sound like nothing but some rape. It does about it. it. Did he even mention candy? I don't know. And that's what weirded me out about his whole sexual thing was, was it just that's how he was programmed? He walked into an odd situation with some strangers and that was his main Because we never meet his family, which also kind of fucks me up. I don't know if his family accepts him as he is or Arabella and Terry is his family. Probably. Probably his family. Probably it's his chosen family. And that and that was another thing. Arabella's, Arabella's family showing up like just for one episode seemed like such a waste of time to me. I agree. And then I, I hate the fact that when I read the description, excuse me, when I read the description, they made it seem like, you know, she was going to have many memories that, you know, fucked with her heavily. They swung hard and missed on that one. They could have did more with that episode instead of, oh, he was sleeping with my mom's best friend and I caught him. Like, it could have been way more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I it, thought there was going to be a trigger or something there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, and she came in and she's just sitting there, oh, you don't remember me. And I mean, that made sense. I get it. But it still was like swing and miss. You had you had a lot of space there and you kind of didn't use all of the space. You know how the teachers say, make sure you color all over the page, like color every, no white, no white. She left some white there. But I, think, I think that, um, well, what I thought was going to happen, I thought there was going to be like some sexual childhood trauma that she had like hidden or whatever. With Cole or Nicholas? Huh? With her father, Koji, or the brother, Nicholas? With her family, period. Like, I thought that was going to be one of the things that she just tried to bury, period. I don't, it doesn't matter who it was coming from, I felt like. Because when it, when I read the description that they had on the um, thing, it was saying how she, you know, starts having memories that she basically repressed and she's got to deal with it or whatever. So I'm thinking in my head it's going to be something more traumatic other than you just catching your, your mom your mom's best friend fucking your your dad. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, that is traumatic. I've caught a parent cheating before, but it's you know. And am I not? Am I the only one that thought Simon was her brother for a good minute? No. Well, yeah, I didn't think he was her brother. I thought he did it at first for like the first five episodes. 
Yeah, I thought he did it at first. Um, he didn't. But... He didn't, but it's just the way that they were acting. Like, they were being super, like, guilty. And I, I understand it's because, you know, they felt bad about leaving her or whatever, but it just, just, it seemed more... Mm. Simon was a fuckboy anyway. I'm happy he didn't have much of a storyline throughout the show. He just dropped off at the episode two. And I, and I was okay with that. I, once I realized what the hell, like, with, with him and his wife in the threesome, once I realized what that was, I said, take all these motherfuckers out of here. I'm good. I don't want, mm, no, get that shit out of here. No. Mm-mm. Do you think Terry deserves in my face and smile at me as if we friends and we cool or you know what I mean? Like this is some new shit and you know you've been fucking my nigga every Thursday. Nah, 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 bitch. Get up. We gotta fight. And let's just double back on Terry real quick. So again, fuck Simon. So, Even it, I thought Simon was the flatmate at first. This is white dude. And I kept saying, where is, where is he coming from? And where is he going? And like, he's not attached. It wasn't until like episode seven that I realized that's her roommate. And I don't think we learned a damn thing about Ben at all. And just, not nothing. I feel like we should. Ben looked like he'd be needing some love. I mean, at the end when she was going through all those scenarios with David, one time she just went over here to hug him. Well, the last, yeah, the last scenario she hugged him. And that's, um... If you notice, there was one time during one of the scenarios when she walked out, he um, was looking at his phone and they was talking about like um, being antisocial or something like that. So, some social something, 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 basically. And it was talking about how you always by yourself and like you don't really have, you know, whatever, whatever. So from that, I gather that he definitely is um, going through some shit, you know, isolation, recluse, whatever, whatever. A part of me also wonders if Ben's purpose was for her to not like hate white people all the way, because he was an exception to it. Because mm. remember when she was having that kind of manic episode when she was hating men, white people especially, even if they complimented her. I feel like Ben kind of gave her that need that it wasn't all men or all white men, but it's just David. I can see that. He didn't. Oh, why did he? he I didn't that he like he didn't he didn't bring any negative to her every time you see him he kind of was either giving her words of encouragement offering her some type of help or just picking at whatever sticks he was picking at outside i would say that they were a plant but wasn't not near leaf on the motherfuckers ever so little twigs but i mean i don't i would like to see more of his story or you know what i mean no like see I'm I'm interested in to, to know why what what his story is. And first of all, what the fuck does he do? Because if he don't leave the house and he covering both they halves of the rent, like wasn't he a writer or something? I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention to the nigga. I honestly didn't. Either. I don't think I even noticed him once in one of the recaps. Mm. The white ghost on the walls. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, he was cool though. Um, who else did I like? Did you like Pastor Samson? The black dude at Terry's party was preaching about exploitation and all that. Oh, I didn't like his haircut. <laughs> I, mean, but I, I enjoy his perspective, especially how... Yeah, no, I definitely did. I, def- I agree. Go ahead. Especially how it relates to 
we know the black American experience. We don't necessarily know the black British experience because usually it's not something that HBO or demographics like that target too much. You may get it on the BBC and stuff like that, but there's some unique things that they deal with that you don't know what actually is interchangeable with us, if that makes sense. Um, like what? Well, for example, they don't have the slavery experience. Most of them are immigrants. Right. So there's that separation. And I really liked when they, even though it kind of got me in trouble, how they explored the situation when it was Theo and that little boy Ryan in the mm-hmm. rape accusation. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess because I'm a black dude, I completely bypassed her whole situation. I just saw a white girl accusing black kid and how t- I really fucking hated how quickly Terry jumped on that shit. I agree. And I feel like for me, I seen, I think it was, mm, I think it was more so triggering for me in that aspect. Like I seen her first. I, you know what I mean? Like I seen what she went through first before turning it around on him. I didn't expect her to turn it around on him, but it was just like a, it was one of those things where I don't want to say, I don't know. I don't know. Cause as a black woman, it's like, I don't want to see, you know what I mean? Our black people, our black boys get pinned down on some bullshit. But at the same time, it's like, I understand where she coming from. Cause I've had my news leak before and it wasn't to the school. It was to the internet. And so it was, you know what I mean? Like I've been there before in that aspect. So it's like, you kind of want your revenge. You don't, you don't want to just, you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? But in, in that situation with, that she was in, she should have been more proactive. Nah, I'm not doing this. No, I don't give a fuck about the money. Like, this isn't happening now. Like, that's that. But all in all, both parties was wrong. I don't, if she was going to cut, and that's nothing, I'm going to cut, I used to cut too. So it's like, if you're going to cut, don't cut and then, Oh, he made me do it at night. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you cut to self-soothe, then, then do that to self-soothe. Don't put that shit on somebody else. Like that, that's where it just started being a little bit much for me. But I thought I'm, he cut herself like on the inside to make it look like he raped that he raped her. I when the way she made it look where she was about to cut, she cut in the back. I don't know. I, I guess may, maybe that's how you perceived it. I perceived it as self-soothing. I didn't perceive it as like. Because wasn't that the whole point of her bleeding from the thighs and, I mean, bleeding from that area and then... I don't know. I'm a cutter. So when I bleed, it's because I cut. <laughs> like, it's like, I, the fuck? Like, I don't know how she would do it. At me seeing it as a cutter, I'm going to tell you what I see as a cutter. So... Did you feel that they kind of bypassed Tariq, the lookout guy for David, and he should have got some kind of comeuppance too, rather than just Terry giving him a lap dance? I don't understand the last fucking episode. I don't know what really happened except for she released a book. The nigga just, I, like, I was excited when I seen her fucking him up on the street, and then she went back to the house and was sitting there in the same spot again, and I'm like, wait a minute. Then she wanted to be making out with a nigga, and she wanted to be fucking. I'm like, okay, now you're doing too much. Like, I just... I had to fast forward through some of it, like, and so I don't really understand. What I, I imagine she got her, um, like, you know, she feels better about the situation, but I don't really know what 
the final happenings was. However, black homeboy with the uh, Abe Lincoln chin, he can get it too. Fuck up out of here. I'm surprised nothing did happen to him though. I really wanted the first scenario to happen when they had all three of them locked with hook, chain, sink, whatever. I, I thought that was, you know. And it set up the TV too. Dead body underneath the bed. I was I was okay with that. I was content. I'm all like, yeah, ease up. Don't don't tr- don't he look like he might lose. You don't want death charge. You want death charge. Just just a little punch. Let him go a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Would you, when, how about Biagio when they was in Italy? When that whole situation. Well, it's like, she put me in these situations where I want to call him a fuck boy to defend her, but she just did some fuck girl shit. Like, I mean, he tried. I think she was manic. Like, I think she was having like an episode during that time. I mean, who else would go from London to Italy to see somebody who don't love you? Somebody else is dumb. Bitch, let me borrow a couple thousand so I can go see this nigga that don't want me real quick. Then let me borrow a couple thousand to get back because he put me out the same night. Bruh. Mm. And then I'm trying to figure, I keep trying to wonder, am I supposed to like Terry in the long run or not? Yeah, you got a trans, uh, a tra- uh, it's trans. What is it when it's man to woman? You just say trans trans okay. I like that she's got a, a a trans man as a boyfriend. Is he is that character really trans? Uh, I would have to look it's that up. A girl, I feel like you would have been prepared for that question. I don't know. You slip it today. I don't know. You know your period too. I know. Retrograde. I don't. I sometimes wonder, but when I I don't have that part. But men go through chemistry changes themselves, I guess. Mm. But I'm still trying to figure out. Terry technically left Arabella's situation where she could have got raped long before David and them came around. Like when she just got tired of her and Biago was one saving her, she was dropping her passport and everything all over the place. Mm-hmm. See. It's one of those things where you gotta know who you partying with. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I got friends who, well, I ain't gonna say that because you know I don't got friends, but I got people who I've partied with before that I know I can't get too fucked up because I gotta hold my own weight. You feel what I'm saying? And then I got people who I've partied with before where it's like I can't get fucked up because I know that you're going to get too fucked up and I'm going to have to hold both of our weights. Then I have, you know, like my 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 friends, you know, or three of y'all, but like my homegirl Vicky. Vicky will make sure that I'm good. Like she, it don't matter how drunk I am. It don't matter if I want to sit outside and talk to some random person for two hours. She going to sit right there and talk to them with me for two hours to make sure that I'm, you know, once we, okay, you done? You good? All right, go in the house now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know who you with and, and, and gauge the level of how fucked up you can get. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like, I mean... Terry seemed like she be trying to get fucked up too. And 
Harry was trying to I'm like okay trying to get to fucked up to the same level of fucked upness. Somebody gotta be a little less fucked up to carry the, the sense. I often thought that Terry was just trying to siphon off whatever popularity that Evan Bella was having at the time. That too. Especially that. when she abandoned her during that book thing. But then as soon as Evelyn started talking and calling out Zane, she wanted to step up and be like, No, don't don't run from it. Don't run from it. <clears throat> Bitch, put your chin down. Be scared like you was before. No, you're right. Because if you notice when Arabella went through that whole social media thing, she'd be sitting there complaining and bitching about her being on there. But at the end of the video, she leaned in, oh, is it at your snucklebuckums? Like, bitch, what? Don't complain about me being on social media and making videos all day and then try to slide your little face in and get some of this shine. Nah. Go be over there not on social media. No. And as much as Simon was a fuckboy, there's also that whole thing of her trying to completely like take away any blame she would have over the situation. Since apparently, a period. How would you be able to trust somebody that did that to you? Well, I don't want to say like did that to you, but the the neglect, like you know what I mean, and you being in a vulnerable situation like that, would you even be able to trust somebody who kind of was just like, oh, just leave her there? She does this all the time. That 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 whole uh your birth is my birth, bitch. You died, you died yesterday. Well, June 22nd, that's January 22nd, that's when you died. RIP. Like that when when he said she does this all the time, like she said you do this all the time. Like, but what? But you know what? I felt in that moment when she when she forgave her. Well, it's two things that I noticed about Arabella that I want to point out. When Somebody asks her a question that's uncomfortable, she'll ask a question back to throw the subject. I noticed that. Like when she came back from um, talking to her mom, mm-hmm. and then when her dad was like, um, her dad asked something, and she just was like, You want more food? I think he asked her if she was like okay or if she was good or something. And she was like, You want more food? And it just, you know, the mom sitting there looking stunned. Like, it it just was a lot. But, yeah, I noticed that about her. And then I also noticed that she forgives for the peace. I don't think just for the peace, but I think she's so used to taking blame since her father blames her for him getting robbed that she kind of accepts that it's her fault most of the time. Hmm. Like, even with the Zane thing, Zane taking off the condom and, like, coming inside of her. The next day, she's hanging out. By the end of the season, they're hanging out. Yeah, that part too. I didn't. I don't. I'm not that. I don't be that forgiving with people, bro. Like, I don't, <laughs> you can't laugh with me after you just tried to play me, bro. Like you, you. I mean, uh, and I think that's also why when it came to David, we got those three scenarios that were kind of like less aggressive and fucked up as it went on. The first one was David? all about her. who's David. Who's David? David? The one who raped her. Oh, white boy. That's yeah. his name. White boy. <laughs> you know that I watched the credits. I love their names. Address him appropriately, please. White yeah. fuck boy. Okay. We call him WFB. WF. White fucking boy? White fuck boy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I can't keep up with the slang. And I just said it before I said the initials. <laughs> Don't keep up with the slang. Keep up with me. Yo, my daughter is not shit. She definitely took my iPad off the charger at 16% so she could charge hers. 
funny. Yeah, I think that's the way Arabella's kind of processing. The first, it's kind of like her journey over the season. The first scenario when she knocked him out, basically killed him, that was her dealing with her anger. The second no, one. She should have stuck with that one. She should have just ended the episode right then and there. The, <laughs> the second one dealt with her trying to be reconciliation, trying to hear a person out, even though that they received anger. So, sort of like how she did with Zane. Mm -hmm. So she wanted to know him, understand his mental state, and that's why she hugged him before he got taken away by the cops. Right. And I think the last one was her. Little white boy, but ew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like who? I'm to each his own, ladies. If you love it on a white man, love on your whitey bruh. But I do not want like just imagine rolling over in the morning. You know what I mean? After a night of love rompings. And you just see this little half-ass white kid, <laughs> bruh, bruh. He like a white Gumby from behind. Oh. All right, I'm sorry. And I think he was so unattractive naked. He really was. I'm sorry, white man. Y'all gonna have to get y'all some muscles or something. Y'all can't just be white and and thin. Y'all y'all need some weight on you or something. Cause baby, he looked like he was twelve. He looked like he was 12, 12-year-old little girl. <laughs> yeah, I think the last one was her kind of... I didn't understand her fucking him. That kind of lost me a little bit. I think it was her taking back power. Like, her, how, like how Kwame was trying to take back, take back his power by fucking a white girl. I don't think that's what he was doing. I think he was just trying to find something. I think with that, he just wanted to feel powerful. With a black man, he can't feel powerful because a black man drives on a white boy. But I don't think, like like he said, he was like, you know, I don't, I think that he had a need, a desire, or, you know, a tingling. It might not even have been a super heavy desire, just like a tingling, like, dang, I kind of, I'm used to fucking, so I probably should, like, you know, fuck and then he probably was just like yo but I, I'm still triggered by this situation with black men so let me try to find something to get these rocks off on you know what I'm saying that's what I think it might have been and it just didn't work out well like it's it was so many flags that he could have paid attention to within himself to say like yo I, I really just shouldn't do this I'm not comfortable doing this you feel what I'm saying hmm. but you know, one thing that I noticed is like they definitely didn't give it much leeway. Like it wasn't much room for this could have been viewed as nah, nigga, it's rape, not rape adjacent. This is just rape. Like they they was like spade a spade on everything, and I appreciated that because it shows like for me, I minimalize so much stuff mm-hmm. that I'm looking like. Oh wow. Huh. Niggas could get in trouble for that? Huh. Wow. That's a that's a real crime. Wow. Here I am thinking that you just supposed to oops that and keep it moving. That reminds me, we can't forget about Susie. The Susie? black um publisher. Oh, I didn't like her. Her teeth were too big. I liked her at first because she was black, and then I didn't like her after that. Not all skin folk, but kin folk. Mm-hmm. 
And it showed as soon as we saw that Zayn still had a contract, was making books. <laughs> you feel me? And, but wait, did you see, like, you just see that there was no, I felt like there was no soul. She didn't have a soul. She was more so about the, 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 what the content can do for her. Not the content, but what it can do for her. Rape? Oh, that's wonderful. Are you going to write about it? Bitch, I'm, I'm sorry. A man took my power, took my inner being, took things that belong to me without my consent, and you are excited to hear about it? You're excited for me to write about it so that you can put the book out? Because that's what women want to read? Fuck out of here, yo. I don't like that shit. I was like, I ain't like that. And then and then when she had the, the little situation and she blasted Zane, like you said, the fact that she kept her on after that, like, first of all, you already understand that I'm going through a situation where I've been abused or I've been attacked sexually, you know, in a wrong way. And I say nationally, well, I would imagine nationally, but I say in front of all of these people that this person right here has wronged me in this way. And you decide it's too risky to release this shit under your name, but it's too good. The shit still got to go out. Bitch, what? Nah. Nah. Oh, and that reminds me of one more thing. Kinfolk ain't kinfolk, and not all women is going to understand a woman's plight. Because... That's fucked up. I probably would have punched in her mouth. I just want to punch people in their mouth today. That's probably what I'm not into kickboxing. Huh? I'm surprised you're not into kickboxing. Well, I ain't into nothing but working out by myself right now because, you know, gyms and shit is closed. Oh, one last thing. The Kwame, I'm trying to report his um, rapist to... Oh, how disgusting was that? Well, that shit made me like. I pray I never have to go through anything where I have to talk to people like that. My goodness, how do you think that made him feel? Like how discouraging, bro. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really sore, so I've been trying to bust. Do you use Tiger Bomb anything like that? Um, my dad gave me some icy hot stuff. It helped. My shoulder was messed up. I couldn't do nothing yesterday. I couldn't do none of this. Like, it was just, I was trying to drive. I had my seat all up, trying to give my arm some rest. Like, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Maybe you need the shock pads or something. Huh? The shock things. I don't know. Aunt got this big ass gun thing, and it's got like this big knob. Like, I mean, this shit, he, some crazy shit. He be doing mad research on like, Appliance, well, sometimes he do. Because that, that gun thing he got, it, it's like really good. But then there was this fucking dish rack that he'd call himself ordering, talking about, oh, this shit hot. I ordered one for y'all and I ordered one for my house. So I'm like, all right, cool. Why that shit came? That shit was this big. <laughs> no lie. And it was like, what's this? And I'm like, that is, I don't know, it's what you order. So he opened it and he's looking at it. It's like a little rack. It's like a little soap rack. And he like, what's this? I'm like, I don't know. You ordered it. And he went home and looked through the stuff that he ordered. And he sent me the picture. He said, yo, that's that was the rack, the dish rack. 
We're putting on here Barbie dishes, bitch. But yeah. Maybe so Gun, but that gun be really getting it in there, though. It's like it looked like it mean business. It's just big and black. Anything big and black mean business. There's so many jokes, but I'm not at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I said it. Yep, sure did. All of them. Well, I don't know if it's big and black, but it does lead to a good segue into Red Table Talk and Jada Pinkett. Oh yeah, I forgot all about them niggas. Thoughts? Um, Jaden. Well, first of all, you gotta let the people know in case they didn't watch the Red Table Talk. Let them know what the what happened. So long. Long story short, Jada Pinkett Smith had an affair with August Alcina that she called an affair, an entanglement. (laughs) Whatever the fuck. Well, yeah, an entangled. Relation met, which began when she decided to take her and take her to take August into her home, have him know her kids, her husband, and it went from healing him from drug addiction and issues he has with his family to apparently fucking him to make herself feel better. Because Will, I guess, was done with trying to make her happy. Oh gosh, you don't understand what's happening here. I mean, if there's more to it, please explain. She had to fuck him to absorb his pain. She had her own pain. <laughs> and that's why she had to fuck him again, because she had to she absorbed his pain while she was trying to heal him. And she had to like heal herself by giving him back his energy. I think all she was trying to do is take back some kind of power in the relationship. That she just wanted to feel. She said it though. She said she like she just wanted to feel. Honestly, like that's really what it was. Um, the way I'm looking at it, I feel like they, her and Will, were probably at a place where it just wasn't, you know, they weren't meshing well, you know, and. They probably during you know I don't know if they they reached that place before or after Alcina entered the picture, but I'm thinking that probably before because the way she always talks about their relationship, she kind of belittled herself so that she can make him be big, and she became an accessory to his life. That could be that. If that's the case, if that's the case, then the main goal there would be to feel. And what guys got to understand is if you aren't, you know, that whole, oh, she's got to make herself happy. Yes, indeed, that is true. She has to find happiness within herself. But if you are her partner, you also have to make sure that you are not necessarily like, you don't got to go out your way to make her happy, but still be there. You gotta contribute. Like, like, I don't need you to heal me. I just need you to love me while I heal myself. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of guys tend to think that when girls hit that hit that mark, that it's like, oh, well, that's your problem. I can't help you there. And it's like, yeah, you can help me. You can help me in ways that you don't even know that you can help me. One, being there helps. You know what I'm saying? That that's a start. But a lot of people don't see that. 
So when women go off to try to find that that healing or that happiness, a lot of it starts with first needing to feel desire. So you figure she's around this boy. He's always her. Granted, a lot of it is probably trauma, bo trauma bonding that I understand and I can acknowledge. But just, you know, speaking from how these how, how it probably came about, it was probably, you know, that I'm helping you. You helping me one day. She probably just really wasn't getting the energy that she needed to like, you know, sometimes you just need a hug. You know what I mean? Some days you just need to be around. And it might have been one of those days where she just wanted to be around and Will wasn't around or, you know, wasn't be able to give her whatever attention or energy she was searching for. Mm -hmm. And August was probably there and present. And, you know, I'm always coming with the quotes. Drake said, your shorty was pissed. She wanted to vent. I promise it fell in my lap. That's usually how it go, right? Girls be feeling away. You don't be present. So they be wanting to talk. They find another nigga to talk to. That's usually how it goes. Now, that's not to say that this is what happened in this situation, but they both, her and Will, both admitted that they were at a place where they were pretty much done with each other. You get what I'm saying? So if you're coming off of a place where you're done with somebody and you're hurt and you, you're not feeling, most of the time when you're entering, when you're leaving out of a relationship and you don't want to leave the relationship, because he said, I was done with your ass, which sounded like she wasn't, maybe she wasn't ready to be done. Maybe there was still something there for her. But when you're coming out of a situation like that and you're the one that doesn't want to be done with the relationship, you are feeling down like you don't you you're feeling less than you don't feel up to where you were depending on the situation you might have um lowered self-esteem from rejection you know you don't like it, it could be a number of things so when you come out it's like super vulnerable it's like an, an addict going through withdrawal coming out on the other side right mm -hmm. and then you release them out and the 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 the, the cab drives them right through the crack house and it's like shit. I, I can't touch. I can't touch none of that stuff. Like you know what I mean. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to build myself up. But you put me in an environment where what I want is right there in front of me, and there's nothing to stop me from having it. I.e., August Alcina. So if Jada came out of that situation feeling like her self-esteem had been lowered, and August Alcina is there telling her how beautiful she is, obviously, like those compliments and those, you know, her feeling desirable again is going to lead to something. Now, on the other end of that, all of that could have been handled differently. Me personally, I don't feel as though that should have been her pick. I, I don't know if you heard um, my, my episode, but Michael B. Jordan should have been her nigga. She should have she should have been fucking Michael B. Jordan. He can keep his mouth closed. He's emotionally stable, so he seems... And he's basically a mini Will Exactly. Like, Will would have been like, oh, this is the new nigga? Come over here, son. Matter of fact, I got a movie for us. <laughs> oh. We ain't gonna do Independence Day 2. We gonna do, do Juneteenth 1. Boom. He's she could but um, no, she decided not to. And it's, that's the thing, like, especially like me as a woman, 
right? Mm -hmm. There's moments when I can see people who I know that I can have a certain type of influence over. You know what I mean? Like I can like I there's people that I know who I can be like I want you to to do, do X Y and Z and they'll be like, "Okay." Because it, I don't want to say like they weak, but because they're still easier? No, well, not necessarily that, but it's just me knowing how to play on weak people. I guess it is that, that they're weak then, I guess. Because it's like, if I'm, all right, here's a good example. If I know you like me and I don't like you, I'm not going to lead you on. I know that I can, but be, me knowing that I can is enough for me not to. That should have been where she stopped. Me knowing that I can have you, young boy, if I want you, that should be enough for me. Because I know you weak. I know you emotional. I know you got mad pain on you and shit. You you look like you cry a lot. You know what I mean? Like, she said he came broken. Like, bitch, it's not your job to piece this nigga back together to break him again. You put him back together. Put the good old cougar pussy on him. Now y'all broken again. Now he over here talking to Angela Yee. Like... I think I would be able to deal with August more if he didn't have an album coming out while he's still that part too. That part too. But I mean, I look at it both ways. I agree with what you just said, but at the same time, if I'm going through some hurt and I can make money off of my pain, I might as well get paid for it, then bitch. And I'm I'm really the type of person that I don't I hate when people come with all the drama before the album releases, but if it's a heartbreak. I'm the queen of heartbreak, bro. So I'm I'm with it. Like kind of the music. He really thought Jada was gonna leave that part. <laughs> like, dude, I didn't watch the Angela Yee interview. So like, w did he say that? Like, or it's just I can't even watch it because I can't take this nigga seriously. Me neither. First of all, what is <laughs> he broke? Call me. Like I stopped. I stopped fucking with him a long time ago. Like, and it's not to say that his music isn't good. I like his music. But him as a person, it's a lot of trauma there, and it shows. And I just, I just, I just don't. Not only that, Jada kind of lied. Who? Jada, because she said I haven't talked to him in four years. He was on Red Table Talk last year. Was he? Yeah. Well, she, she, didn't say, she didn't say years. No, when I the I watched the whole 12, 13 minutes of the Red Table Talk. She said she hadn't talked to him in a while. She didn't specify time. I definitely paid attention to that because I was waiting for her. I'm like, give me a date because as soon as you give me a date, I'm going to go with my Googles. But no, she said she hadn't talked to him in a while. She said that it happened years ago, but she they hadn't spoken in a while. So last year's years ago, in a while, because when they were talking with the grandmother and I believe Willow as well, who, that's another thing. Oh, no, rich. Maybe they time run different. Man, look at this shit. I'm on human. I'm on broke human time. Maybe they on rich people time. Mm -hmm. But also, she was hitting that Will Smith might have did something. I, or maybe yeah, she definitely did. She definitely did. She said that his transgressions started it. Well, not started, but you know, was prior to. But I don't want to know. Like I'm, I don't know how I feel about all these gay rumors. And you know what? I can only assume it's because of that sixty degrees of separation movie. 
the first movie he did when he was somebody's bottom or whatever? No. A gay man. Well, no, I always yeah. thought it was because of his relationship with Dwayne Martin. I mean, one thing could have led to the other. Well, I, but this is the thing. I've never, I just recently started hearing the gay rumors. So it's not like something that I got, I've been hearing over the years. But when I heard him, me being a fan of Will Smith and then me being a fan of the show All of Us, it was like, oh, okay, I can see where there would be some closeness. You know what I mean? How that friendship could have you know, whatever. But I've never gotten gay vibes from Will Smith. Which reminds me, who are Jada Pinkett's friends? Hmm? She got friends? Gammy. And Willow. Gammy and Willow. I'm telling you, nigga, you don't hear me? Gammy and Willow. Because you notice Will's showing off everybody he's connected to from Angela, what is the political commentator's name? Right. Angela Rye, Liza Koji, all these friendships he's showing off, but you don't really see Jada as anybody. Because, 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 because niggas love to flaunt they little bitches out there. Bitches be smart. Keep the motherfuckers in the tuss. Like, now let me stop. No, no, I mean, she probably, listen. If you, yeah, if that much of your personal life that you don't really, didn't really want to expose or whatever, if that much of your personal life hits the air and you're not shine, you're not being, you know, the light isn't shining on you in a favorable manner. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if you want to keep everything that you, whatever that you are able to keep private, keep it private. Or maybe she just ain't really been around nobody. Maybe she just like, man, fuck all y'all because y'all judging me because I fuck young niggas. Oh, let me take that back because her friends were on the red table talk. I think talking about colorism, like not too long. Yeah, friends. Yeah, um, someone from Baltimore because when she had a colorism episode, they were on the show. Uh, I ain't her real friend. She knew her when she was little. She ain't talked for hundred years. I just I'm, feel like I'm just talking shit. Don't mind me. I feel like most of her friends still are like little connections. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why she may have went to August because that was the, one of the few people that came to her and wasn't someone she met through Will. Yeah. Was, uh, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, she just it was a rough year for her, you know. It's a rough year for them. Oh, well, she's still kind of getting her career back after putting it on hiatus. Yeah. Man. In the 90s, her trajectory does not match Jada Pickett-Smith in 2020. I feel like I agree, but I feel like she kind of just, like her trajectory from the 90s, just kind of when she got up, you know, into this era, she just was like, you know, I'm, I'm Jada. Like, oh, I'm, I'm on my Beyonce level now. You know what I mean? I come out when I feel like it. In acting, I'll put, I'll put Jada up there. I'll put Jada um, yeah, I would. I would say off one with all in my, my 90s honeys. I wish Lisa Bonet still acted, but she hardly acts anymore. She was just in something. What was she in? I just saw her in something. I think it might have been Drunk History. Yeah, it was Drunk History. She played some black woman that helped me grows, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, so it was Drunk History. Well, listen, what she need to do it for? She done passed the baton. Look, y'all done gave y'all my identical twin. 
She dresses just like me. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Zoe, go get him. Bring me back a check, please. Thank you. You gonna get to be Catwoman? Do what Mama told you. Ooh. Remember Denise. No <laughs> <laughs> Denise used to talk. She was always whining about some shit. But yeah. But um, what was we saying? Jada had no. I mean, not for nothing. The way things are going, as long as you can get ahead of the story and spin it, you'll be fine. Plus, at this point, you just gotta keep your name relevant. And at this point, I think her will pretty much established. We are we friends, and this relationship thing is just extra. I don't, yeah. Do you wait? Do you think that they got back to together, what? or are they just, um, how got I it? think they're at the point the way they're companions. So they back together. I think they're like two old people where you know the wife died and now the man got a companion. Mm. I don't know how intimate they are, but that's his friend. That's his, the mother of his children. And he says it straight out. His ego got hit way too much from losing his first wife. So Jada, if he got to make concessions, he'll make concessions. He don't necessarily want to make the concessions. Yeah, he looked like when, when she was, that clip that I saw when she was like, yeah, if um, you married to me, I might be under this roof on this side with this joker. You might be over here with this joker. And Will was just sitting there like, that nigga looked like he 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 was. I don't agree with none of this shit. I don't I don't want her to be on no side with no other Joker. I'm not for this shit. But what can I say? Because you got your mother and you got our daughter sitting here like mm hmm mm hmm, and he's just sitting there laughing. There was <laughs> poor baby. Because I think the thing is, Will still wants to Will wants to have that balance of being up on a pedestal still yet still be relatable. Hence why Will. Is starting to really show his real nigga side. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Yes. Get nigga with it. Na 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 Get nigga with it. Na 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 That was my shit back in the day, too. You got to do a little dip. All right. That might have been before your time. You probably. I remember black and all that stuff. But yeah, so that's what it is. Like I appreciate him for 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 showing us the real nigga side of him too. Because for a minute, he just stopped being. Well, I ain't gonna say he stopped being. I stopped viewing him as. Kind of got corny for a lot for a hot minute. Yeah, but like, I like. Did you see all of the um tweets? He was like the inboxes that people were sending him. Well, that the celebrities. The oh, you like Michael Blackson? Yeah. It was Michael Blackstone, I think 50 Cent said one, two. Yo, he had me cracking up. Talking about we wasn't together, bro. It's cool. And then, fuck you. <laughs> that shit had me dying. But yeah, that's he's he's taking it, you know, he's got a distance to him with it. So it's cool. I mean, you don't got much of a choice, but it does make you wonder how much of this red table talk is going to fuck up his career. Because I'm still not over the fact that he said something about throwing some or smacking Jada when they first was dating. Oh, I didn't. I don't. I don't be watching the red table talk, so I don't. I like the shit. <laughs> I get. I get the clips. I get the clips and the highlights. So I don't. I don't watch it regularly. Like honestly, I've never. I've never actually watched it on Facebook. Like when it came on on Facebook. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never actually like sat down and like watched the episode, but um, I don't know. I guess it, for people like me, it won't have no effect on his career. People like me who don't watch the shit, you know. But I don't know. I think what would have a more of an effect on his career is like producing bad movies. I don't think he has a movie. after uh, he hasn't had a movie I would consider bad. Bright, I heard wasn't good. Right? I, I like Bright was kind of like standard, but it was all right. I don't watch it. I ain't watch it. His next movie is a slave movie. I feel like I heard about that. You probably did. It's between that and him playing uh, Serena and Venus's. Uh, oh, yeah, dad. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. I can see that. Like, I can literally see this nigga in tennis gear with the fucking headband and the white uh, sweater with the white shorts. The white yeah. shorts. And you remember there was a nice little colorism issue with that one. Oh, because he's not as dark as her father or something? Pretty much. You know what? I'm not. Sometimes when I hear about the colorism issues, it's like, okay, I get it. Then sometimes when I hear about it, it's like, mm, maybe it wasn't necessarily about the color. Maybe it wasn't about let's get a, a Will because he's light skinned. Maybe it was like, let's get Will because he's really good at playing these fucking roles. I think it was more so let's get Will because that guarantees financing. I'll take that. But I don't think, I don't think every every time like I don't think everything is always about. For me, I don't take everything as colorism. There's some shit where I can clearly see colorism, and it's like that's foolish. Zoe Saldana as Nina Simone, that's foolish. My fucking Arabella should have been Nina Simone. Or else that other girl from. Pariah. Did you ever see Pariah? I didn't, but I remember you telling me about her. You said she looked a lot like Nina Simone. Yeah. But I think the main issue with the colors and things you never see it in reverse is never a dark skinned person playing a light skinned person. Like, we don't see like a, a cold person playing Beyonce. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I get that. I get that. But, like I said, sometimes I don't feel as though it's always about let's put a lighter person. Sometimes with certain people, I feel like it might just actually be about the talent and what they bring. Oh, speaking of Michaela Cole, did you hear that thing about how she could have had, um, I made a show on Netflix, but she decided against it to keep her creative control and also a copyright? No, I heard something about, I heard like some kind of buzz going around about her doing something, but I didn't, I don't be paying attention to shit. I just kind of wait for you to fill me in. But that's dope. That's real dope. Because she did a really good job on that fucking show. Like, just the fact that at the end when it says, you know, created by and written by, and it's just one name, you just like, wow, bitch. That's a lot of talent in that little ass body. And directed. You know what I love about, about her? I love that not only did you know is she the front the front running woman of the show like she's the you know the main character or whatever but i like that she also brought in other women who look more like her as sex symbols you get what i'm saying like the the side simon side chick oh yeah um someone with an a yeah a, a, a nisa or something like that 
but I like the fact that it's like, oh yeah, she's so beautiful, she's so beautiful. And then when she comes in or whatever, you're like, she is, but I wasn't expecting. (laughs) Yo, it's a black girl. No, like a black, black girl. (laughs) Come look, come look at this shit. Like it made me like. She made it sure that she wasn't an exception. No, it's not even that it was an exception. It was the fact that it was right there in front of you throughout the whole thing. It made it like, it made me realize that what you see on a repetitive basis can actually become what you perceive as beautiful. Like me, I look at people for the most part, I don't, I'll say that you're pretty. If I say pretty, I'm talking about your physical. If I say beautiful, I'm always talking about your insides. Pause. But like, I can see her as beautiful. Like I've always saw her as beautiful because the the energy that she emits when she's on screen. But this was the first time, even with the wigs, like I hated the wigs. Even when she cut her hair off, all the way off. It was, I still was just sitting there like, wow, you you gorgeous. Like, And it's not the standard of beauty that I'm accustomed to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, will, I find dark-skinned women beautiful. I find dark-skinned women pretty. I find light-skinned women, eh, sometimes, you know. <laughs> but, you know, dark-skinned, bald, like, huge lips, bold African features, and you just right there in front of you for, like, 12 episodes, and you're just sitting there, like, you get to see this person through the feelings, through the emotions, you know, being sexual, and you now it's just, like, a new version of outward beauty in my eyes if I if that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of like what you said on your last episode of Fuck It I'm a Mom when it came to AJ and her wanted to be white, I think you said. Mm-hmm. It's like when it comes to kids shows, you see maybe one or two black girls, but then the white girls are the one who's front and center. Exactly. She's the, she's the star, she's the funniest one and maybe the black girl gets one clip or two, but... Exactly. So yeah, I I really that part I really 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 enjoy of the show is just the fact that it normalized her type of beauty. Like it, it made it I don't want to say it, normalized. Well yeah, um, it highlighted. It highlighted and also normalized. Yeah. Cuz you don't see a lot of them. You don't. You don't. Even in America you don't see them. You don't see many women that look like her. You don't see many women bold enough, dark-skinned women bold enough to just, you know, you know what, fuck this wig. You know what I'm saying? And just be out there. Like, it's just, she just, it was an inspiration. I mean, I'm not a little dark-skinned girl, but I know some little dark-skinned girl somewhere is like, bitch, it's out here. Which is why you need to watch the latest season of The Shy, because they have a girl like that. A dark- watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Candy is not a great actress. Candy? Who Candy? Burris, the the mayor's wife. How you gonna tell me? Oh. I like Gemma and Kevin together. They're so cute. Oh my god! Wait, who's Kevin? Oh wait, Gemma. Yes. Yeah, I love them together. They are adorable. They are so cute. Oh my god! And I also like Papa. Uh, not Papa. What's his name? Pop Papa. Stanley. Whatever the chubby one and the, yeah. the chubby girl, Malaysia. Malaysia. I, I was about to call it Keisha. I right. like them together too. It's it brought her a little biscuit. It's okay, okay. You know the way to the chubby girl heart. Okay. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, no, I have been watching the shy, and I I'm getting a little worried now because I don't know if they're gonna find Keisha alive, and I really don't want them to find her dead. I don't. I think they're getting so many conversations about black girls with her being missing or possibly dead. I don't know if they're gonna actually bring her back. Cause just about how they were talking about how fast she was and how and how they kind of tainted her and how she wasn't worthy of being found or looked after. I think it's bringing her way too much to the forefront that bringing her back, unless they're gonna really address what they said and then bring it to something else, it's gonna be kind of a waste. Mm, I see where you're coming from. I definitely can. Cause it's like when she comes back, it's so much work that her character would need that it would kind of like move it to the center of the show. Ain't nobody trying to do all that shit. And then the trauma that you have to address as well. That's true. Yeah. It's a lot. The, yeah. Because the yeah. show's still dealing with that vacuum of Brandon and Jerrica being gone and how to fill up that time. Because mm-hmm. you can see Emmett and his girlfriend is Brandon and Jerrica in one aspect. And you can kind of see that even with Kevin and um, Jamila. Jamila, I can't remember her name. Because mm-hmm. she's a rich girl, he's poor, and you can see that Brandon and Jerrica dynamic all over it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice that. I didn't even peep that. You'd be all into it, I see. But yeah, I definitely, well, not for nothing. It's not uncommon for shows and books to kind of take the same format and just slide it over, you know? Mm -hmm. So I can definitely see that, but I just don't want to do it. Like, everybody keep dying. So we need somebody to fucking come back and be well. Supposedly, the reason why Reg officially died is because he was going to get with Amani's character, but then yeah, he, said, he didn't want to be with the uh, the trans. He didn't be with the trans woman. But that's just a rumor. I don't know. I don't know if that's fact. I know, not for nothing. Like she's very pretty. I mean, there's a couple of angles where her face is a little sharp and her feet are very big, but she's still pretty. I, I'm not going to say things because it could be taken the wrong way. What? She is pretty. No, she is pretty. I'm just saying... There's certain angles that I guess it'd be the contour that girls be using and it just be try, they be trying to do the little Michael Jackson nose. I don't be liking that. I don't be I liking that. I'm going to not say that. But she, she's, I don't know. I like her. Like I, I think with her character, that line, when they went into the house... Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, basically like seeing all them girls being abused. I feel like I wouldn't mind seeing that storyline run. In terms of her possibly being in sex work before meeting um, Trig? No, I mean, possibly. I, I want to see kind of her going there and super save a hoe. She was kind of like on some like, I'm a GI run shit on the low. I love that type of girl. I, I love a girl who just be real chill and, you know, I'm here. I'm very supportive. I love you. I'm here for you. Give me a hug. Well, bitch, give me the gun. What's up? Like, oh, you switch up. I like that. I like that. And then, of course, there's that conversation between her being a trans woman, he being attracted to her, and what does that mean for him? Since I think that's a conversation people keep having about what does that make the man. Yeah. You don't really see that in media get played out. Yeah. That's one of them conversations that just, uh, um, I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> He's like, well, what do you think about it? I don't. It's not my business. <laughs> just, I don't. I understand that you are a woman. 
I've cleared my part. Let me go on my, my business now. You know what I mean? Because that's a sticky subject. Like awesome. I literally lost friends. One of my friends I literally lost behind an argument over um, a disagreement between, uh, well, a disagreement we had between their dislike, or I don't even want to say dislike, but their issue with trans people. And I, huh? An aversion? What you mean? Aversion. So it's not like phobia. It's just you don't want that. In aversion. No, like, yeah, I think it, I think it's, I, I, I don't even know how, I wouldn't even know how to describe it because like the person had a problem with, once we started arguing, the person came out and it, it came out that they had a problem with what sounded like gay people and then trans people. And my problem was, how can you sit there and say these things when you have a whole gay best friend? Right. So that's where my problem was. Because the friend that I was referring to wasn't even my friend. I didn't even know the person. I had met them once. But me being me, it's like, you, I, I, don't, I don't like that. That, you know what I mean? So it was a matter of like, well, what's your issue? You know why? I don't remember how we got onto it, but I remember we was, I invited that person outside to fight. Like it got serious because it literally was just us not, I'm never going to understand that where they're coming from, period. Like I'm never going to understand it because in my mind, I don't give a fuck what you are as long as you ain't bothering me. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my biggest thing. If you want to be gay, go be gay. Just leave my nigga alone. You want to be a woman? Go be a woman. Just save some tampons for me. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't matter to me because it's not my life to live. But the person um, that I was arguing with that we had fallout with, their, their standpoint was they feel like, you know, you're not being true to yourself because you wanted to be something different than what God made you type thing. And I'm like, okay, so you got a problem with that. I'm like, but what if like, why, like you, you can't judge them based off of that. What, what about judging them based off of the good work that they do? And it was like, no, because if they're trans, da, 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 da. and my thought was the point that I was trying to make is, so say there's a cause that you are crazy about, right? And there is somebody who is handling the business, somebody who is making sure that everything, in, you know, involved with that cause is being taken care of. If it's a, you know, a, a charity for food, making sure kids eat. And a person who's making sure that this charity is up and running and successful is a trans person. So you're not going to donate to the charity because they're trans. It's just fuck the charity because they're trans like never mind the good work that they're doing but because of who they are and who they feel they are on the inside their work is no longer valid what they stand for is no longer valid their morals are no longer valid no that's foolish because i'd rather have a trans person you know helping me out or you know what i mean i'd rather be donating to this charity ran by a trans person who is helping kids than to donate money to this charity where it's a fucking pedophile at the top. 
you know what I'm saying? Like things like that. Like you, you, it's okay for them. It's okay for this person, this guy to be up here in charge, or he don't get no backlash or whatever for the shit that he's doing because he's a man, but because this is a trans man or a trans woman, you can't fuck with what they got going on. Like what they got going on. It don't even matter how good their work is, how good what they've been doing is, but fuck them because they trans. Like I can't get behind that. That's stupid. That's stupid. And that's how as a society, we want to be stuck. Like when you clock out or when you go home and close your motherfucking doors, that's not my business, bro. It's not my business. And that's what I was trying to get that person to understand. You doing like you concerning yourself too much with other people's choices in their lives that don't affect you at all. Why? Like, and it just we couldn't see eye to eye and it blew up from there. I don't, I don't get it. For me personally, bro, it's so much other shit. It's so much worse shit that you can be in this world, bro. Oh, my son is gay. So what? Make that nigga gay. Make him the flyest, most successful gay nigga we ever seen. And you don't got to worry about him getting anybody pregnant now. Look at there. Playing babies. <gasps> like, fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I, it just, it annoys me. Like, when people have, like, so such a heavy opinion on those things that it's like, I'm sorry. What, what does that got to do with you? It's just like, I was so happy when I told AJ, when me and AJ had to talk about it. And I'm telling her, like, listen, at the end of the conversation, she was ready to fucking have me shut up because she was over it. I get it, mommy. If you like this person, you like that person, that ain't my business. That's right. It ain't your fucking business. Just don't let them like your person because then you're going to have to take your earrings off and fight. And I'm joking. You don't fight over people. You let the motherfuckers go. But yeah, so that that was um that was that disagreement over trans thoughts and whatnot. And it's not even like I'm an advocate. It's just a matter of like my nigga. They they just people, bro. <laughs> they just people. The fuck. I do miss my friend though, but. Uh, Sometimes life be like, listen. You sound like you barely knew the nigga. No, I knew this person for many years. Many years. It's just that um, sometimes I feel like the person, I don't know, maybe they were just easily influenced. Maybe they're like their influence because like they weren't dumb, very intelligent, but maybe the emotional state makes their mental state moldable to what they get. You know what gets me? And I think this might've been a part of it too. Um, niggas have went through a little situation. They was feeling down or whatever, whatever. And so they started like doing the church thing again. Yeah. And it's like, well, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says. All right, cool. But Bible says a lot of things and you don't be adhering to them other things too. So it's like, why are you choosing to uphold? Bible says, Bible says, Bible says right here. But you don't uphold Bible says, Bible says, Bible says when you're doing all of that other shit that you shouldn't be doing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't want to say it was a 
you know, religion that influenced it, but I can see a lot of, um, you know, religious influence molding the thought process in that aspect. But I, I, I don't want to be around anybody that is closed mind in that aspect. One, because I'm one fourth bisexual. So if you can't stand everybody, if you, you know what I mean? You don't fuck with it. Then what you going to do if I decide I want to go over there and flirt with a girl? One fourth. Yeah, just one fourth now. Um, but the other reason is I don't feel comfortable with people who are any of those phobics around my children because I feel like that type of um restriction like I don't I feel like just them being closed-minded in that aspect will trickle down and close minds and close off the minds of my kids or say my kids have my kids you know I'm raising them to have open minds AJ especially Amir he be quiet with his open mind but AJ be out here so what if one day AJ be like yeah you know what I don't think I'm about to try this girl shit for a little while I don't want nobody around her that's going to be like, no, you're terrible for that. That's you're going to hell. You're going to be, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want her to fit. I don't want kids should never feel like they don't have the space to be who they are. And I feel like if you have a bunch of closed-minded people around your child, everything that they try to express or even just simply understand will be shut off. It'll be closed off. It'll be labeled terrible. It'll be labeled, you know, something that you shouldn't even be associated with or worried about. And it's just like, what? Like, I'm not like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, even recently, there was a situation where I was watching Onward. And the person I was watching Onward with was like, yeah, because some, some, something, this ain't really a kid's movie. And I'm like, the whole last fucking cartoon. What the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah, it's not a kid's movie. Why is it not a kid's movie? Because Lena Waithe's character has said to um, to the stepfather, oh, I, I know exactly what you mean. My girlfriend's daughter drives me crazy sometimes or something to, to that likes. So because mm-hmm. he said my girlfriend's daughter, this no longer is a kid's movie. How foolish do you sound? How foolish do you sound? This is a kid's movie. Why wouldn't it be a kid's movie? Is there people fucking? Like, I don't get it. Because they said that, oh, my girlfriend, okay, and you send your kids to school every day, right? How many of these kids in this fucking school got two, two, two parents of the same sex? Oh, the teacher could. Hello? Like, not for nothing. When I was nannying, not well, when I was working in the daycares, there was so many gay parents. You got gay moms, you got the gay dads coming in. It was so many of them that it's like, why try to act like this is something that should be kept from kids? You can't tell kids that kids shouldn't see two men together. Kids shouldn't see, you know, two women raise a family. Well, what does that say for the kid that's being raised by the two women? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are they supposed to think? What does that say? Because at the end of the day, it's happening. This is a thing. There are gay families. It is a thing. So when you send your kid to school and your kid comes home and says, well, hey, my friend Bobby has two moms. What you going to tell your kid then? 
Oh, you can't play with your friend Bobby. Stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Like, I don't, for me, I always say prepare. Prepare the kids. That's it. If you prepare them, then you don't have to deal with these type of questions. I don't never have to answer another question about a girl wanting to date another girl or a guy dating another guy. I don't have to do that because my daughter already knows. Listen, ain't my business. <laughs> do you pimp juice? Just don't touch my YouTube. You feel what I'm saying? That's it. Like, so, I mean, it just, I, that should just be annoying me uh, because it's like so many First of all, it's so much of other people's business that you're minding, number one. And then number two, there's so many other things that you can be, you know what I mean? So many worse things. Like, I'll take a gay child over a drug-addicted child in a heartbeat. You give me a gay, successful kid, I don't care. Like, bro, you come out. Ma, I think I like girls. Ma, I think I like boys. All right, my nigga, well, what the report card looking like? <laughs> <laughs> You got some acceptance letters from me. There's some scholarships or something. Like, there's bigger fish to fry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm worried about your life shit. And if that's what you need to do, if that's who you are and that's who you need to be to be happy, do that. But we need to get this life shit together because at some point, I need to make sure you're going to fucking take care of me when I'm old. Oh, you thought that life shit was their life shit? Nah, nigga, my life shit. (laughs) 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 Shit, told you there's so many. I just need you successful and happy. That's it. Successful so you can afford to keep me when I'm old and happy so you're happily ready to accept me when I get old. Like, true man. Oh, fuck you. Bring your girlfriend too, shit. (laughs) Tell her to grab a side, help me live. Fuck. You want to wrap it up since I because I gave y'all all this extra time, man. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Especially because we're not gonna get no fuck it out of my mom this week. Word, man. I was trying, but like it was it's been it's been rough, bro. And now they just announced the closing of the house. So they got to actually start like packing and whatnot. And it is, ugh. but I'm gonna get it together. Probably, I'm probably put something up. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have an, an episode up next week, but maybe impromptu Joan, a little 30 minute Joan, just to check in because I know y'all be missing me and shit. I'm lying. Y'all probably don't even listen. I need you to stop talking to yourself that way. What? Oh, there you go. Now playing yourself, even if it's in a jokey way. Well, I don't, I don't believe it until I see it. That's how I operate. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's a couple of people that be like, oh, yeah, you know, I listen or whatever, but numbers don't be, I mean, they be, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of all my little numbers, but I haven't, I haven't checked, but, you know, lately, but they ain't, it's like, all right, cool. But my thing is feedback. I like feedback. So if I'm not hearing anything back, then I feel like I'm just talking out to the world. You know what I mean? I just feel like I'm just talking. And it don't, it's like, okay, y'all like what I'm saying or what? You get what I'm saying? I do. You say you do. Oh, you weird. No, what niggas can't read your face, bro. I do like it. I can't even take note what parts I like. Well, yeah, you do. You probably the only person that like gives 
you and, and my boy Love, y'all two get feedback. And then like my homeboy from uh from the UK, England. I don't know. I, I need some geography lessons. But he's from overseas and he talked with an accent, like how uh Arabella does. So he's from over there. Which reminds me, you and Ant's episode was so fun. Was it? You like that? It was cute, and I felt like I kind of got his side to the story. Wait, because when you said outside of Ant moaning the whole time, and I sent that to him, and we both were sitting there like, moaning? What is he talking about? Moaning. And then I listened back, and I was like, oh, you know what he talking about? He was like, what? I'm like, he talking about when I be talking shit, you just be like, Ooh. That's all because it's him holding back when I'm about because I be trying to say some shit. Like I'm always hiking. I'm always hiking, man. Fuck that nigga. I'm always hiking. And so when I'm hiking, he be wanting to say shit back, but instead he just mm, <laughs> like that. Couldn't figure out what you something like he was moaning. What you fuck you was doing? Oh yeah, and I think he probably did do it. Maybe I don't know. I told him, I was like, it's likely that you did, because that's some shit that you do. So but yeah, it was fun recording that episode. It was cool. And the last episode was good, but I can't remember because it's been so long. There's too much that happened over the last week. Oh, um, I think that was the August Alcina episode. Yes, but there was more to it. August Alcina was the second half. What was in the first half? We talked about... I know you mentioned AJ's situation and there was something else in the beginning. I love how a week happened this it's such a good show. Mm. I don't know. What was I talking about? I had a rough. I remember. I remember that morning was rough because I couldn't find my equipment. I was. I had somebody had put moved my equipment, and I was a little. Mm-mm. So it was rough for me then. And then when I started recording, freaking neighbor wanted to start weed whacking at the house. So yeah, that's. I remember that part, but I don't remember after that where we went. I know you kind of noticed, though, that when you're on your own, you get a little bit more vulnerable with your I get too vulnerable. I don't need, that's why I be needing somebody to cap my shit. I don't need y'all knowing me like that. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan of people, like, I don't know. But I, I, I do know that people be liking that vulnerable shit, some people. But I'm so used to not being, you know what I mean? I'm so used to, like, just keeping a, a guard up because... When I'm in my real life, when I'm emotional and when I'm vulnerable around the people in my real life, I don't get, it's not like a safe space to be that. So when I'm by myself recording, it feels safe. You know what I mean? Because you're by yourself. That's what you were talking about, such for therapy, for a therapist. That was the first half. Oh, yeah. When I was, yeah, man, fuck therapists. I fuck them two that I went to. Stupid ass bitch. Ooh, that was thinking about her face make me mad. She, oh, I should have known, bro. Her face just looked like a little drawn character. Mm, yeah, therapy. I'm gonna get there one day. Maybe I should say it on this podcast. If there's any therapists out there that you know, after hearing a couple of episodes, understand me a little bit. And feel like you can offer some assistance, slide in my DMs. Slide in them. But if you're going to judge me about having anxiety and whatever traumas I had, and don't slide in my shit because fuck you. I don't want to deal with your shit. I could have went to the other lady for that. 
She was attacking me, bro. I didn't like her. Or that little punk-ass white boy. You know this man told me and aunt mm -hmm. to fix out, in order to fix our uh, to, have to have a fucking child. You talking Communicating. You want me to have a fucking child? A child? I think the way that y'all made it seem in your episode, the issue isn't the communication. It's just y'all don't make enough heat. Well, more so, there's not enough effort to make time for each other. Have some no, 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 no. The first time when we was going to therapy, it was communication. Now it's time. That's what it is now. And it's not we don't make time. I'm just going to say you make time for what you want to make time for. And leave it at that. Now, that's how that went. So, yeah, that now that is the thing. You, time. We don't, don't really be time. And I'm not, I'm not going to keep chasing nobody for time. Because, you know, I got things that I could be doing. So. That's where that was. But yeah, when we went initially, it was because we had problems communicating. I felt we had problems communicating. Well, no, we definitely just had problems communicating. Unless because unless we talking shit to each other, like if we talking shit to each other, we're good. I can talk shit to you all day. But otherwise it'd be like, bro, right, now I gotta figure out how to have this real conversation with this nigga. He gonna probably be playing a little bit. Then when he gets serious, I'm probably gonna be playing a little bit. Like Well, at least it lets you know the friendship is still very much intact. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that it definitely that episode definitely did. I ain't gonna lie, it shocked me. I was like, wait, whoa, well, we really sitting here talking for like two hours, just me and you? Like, hmm. Okay. Been a while since we did that. That's what's up. Like, it was it was it was definitely shocking. It was refreshing, but yeah. I ain't like them therapists. Fuck them therapists. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. If I could write a bad Yelp review. <laughs> mm -mm. That shit. That experience. Like, I do. Part of me do does want to sit down and talk to somebody and, and, you know, do the whole therapy thing. But I really don't like people right now. Like, I'm really going through this point in my life where I'm really just... And passing high and by cool, but like most people, I really just don't. Mm -mm. Like the other day, I was working out and I hit this girl up, and I'm like, "Yo, you know, we had worked out. The, we had worked out the day before, so I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go work out, or whatever. What's up? You want to roll, or whatever?" And she's like, "Well, I'm just leaving the park with such and such, or whatever. We're about to go to this place and walk." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. So we'll catch up another day." She's like, "Well, we can meet you there," and it's just like, mm, "I hit you up." <laughs> offense to them like and it was and, and it was so refreshing to me to be able to say like to to be able to identify in my head that it's not nothing against the person that she was with because I know the person I haven't seen them since high school but it wasn't nothing you know personal it's just I wanted familiar I didn't want get to know get reestablished or you know what I mean not be able to talk about certain things because you know, it's not your business or it's not business that I made you privy to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just like one of those where it's like, I'm good. And then plus some days, if I know that I'm feeling emotional, I will not be around a whole bunch of females. No, 
Mm-mm. Not about to have because I'm I'm either gonna get annoyed by the female conversation or I'm gonna get overwhelmed by or disgusted by the female feelings. Like I already got enough of that shit inside of me. I don't need it to be around me. Like, so usually when I'm like emotional or something like that, I'll be just like, let me go find some, let me go find the homies. I can't be around girls. But so yeah, so she wanted to hang out. I'm like, yeah, I just wanted to hang out with you a little bit. I don't really want to be with nobody else. So the way it sounds, not that I'm a therapist and know better, you don't really want new people. You just want to strengthen relationships you already have. I I would like to strengthen the relationships that I already have, but then too, I would like to hang out with new people, but people who are more aligned with what we do. Like, I don't want to just hang out because you think I'm cool. I want to hang out and be able to build and be productive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not at a point where, like, fun for me is being productive. You know what I mean? Like, right now, fun for me is working on something, trying to write something out, something like that. Like, that is what I really enjoy because there ain't nothing else you can really do. It's not like I could be around a whole bunch of people. Ain't nobody outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you ain't supposed to really be outside. Ain't like we can go anywhere. So, you know, fun for me right now is seeing myself progress. That's what I find fun. So if it's not a if it's not gonna make me progress, be it, you know, mentally, um, career-wise, financially, shit. If I don't see myself moving in a forward motion from hanging around you, then it's just like, I'm good. And it's not to say that you aren't good for me. It's just right now, that's what I desire. I don't want to have just phone conversations. I don't want to talk about how your day was because honestly, as long as you're standing here in front of me and I can see that you're okay, I'm all right. Like I, that's as far as I, my care goes, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I can't give you everything. I can't give you full undivided attention because honestly, I don't want to. And I'm okay with saying that now. And if, feels good to be like you know I'm good and it's not and and now I'm like it's not personal it's genuinely just I don't want to pretend if I don't want to be around you or if I don't want to do something specific I'm not going to pretend that I do I'm not going to pretend that I will I'm not going to make you think that is going to happen it's just going to be like oh no I don't see that happening at all and it's, I guess, reclaiming my time. But I do, I do want to be around people. But the people that I be wanting to be around, the people that I feel like I can learn from, and where I, you know, what I mean, that that those people, I'm like, I want to be around them. But the people who want to be around me, they 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 just want to be around me because I'm fun and I'm funny and you know what I mean like I, I mean vibes is cool yeah I got good vibes and stuff but it's just like I guess the reasons that they want to be around me is more so personal more so you know personal for them hmm. personal gain for them whereas for me the people I want to be around is more so personal gain for me so you think you are kind of you feel full in the personal sense but professionally you feel like you're lacking yeah, well, 
in a no in a personal sense i feel like shit too but i know that if in a professional sense i would feel like when i'm doing well professionally mm-hmm. it don't matter like how i be feeling my, my emotions like my personal life it don't like I, i'll be okay i feel like the security of my professional life is strong enough to keep me from feeling away about my personal if my if my personal life ain't going right my professional life is going well then i'm okay with that like i, I you know I, I can handle my personal life eventually i'll fix that later and i don't know if that's really the best way to be but if it's working for you that's all that matters yeah like because not for nothing, like I feel like when I invested more into my personal life and, and strengthening those situations, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't a reciprocated thing. You know what I mean? I spent many years trying to like rebuild friendships that had broken down and you know, trying to get people back in my life who just stopped fucking with me and things like that. And just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm all right now. I'm gonna go over here and focus on these jokes, on these these essays. You know what I mean? I'm gonna focus over here more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over here and, and try to get my podcast up and try to network more, or whatever. Because apparently, shit over here ain't good enough. You know what I mean? Like it ain't going well enough for me to have my attention. It's kind of like when I'm on social media. If I'm getting more love on Facebook than I am on Instagram, well then, bitch, I'm gonna be on Facebook today. If I'm getting more love on Instagram, and I'm gonna go to Instagram. So if I'm if I'm getting more love, or I'm feeling, you know that I'm getting more from my professional life, then I'm going to focus on that. And with my personal life, when those things start moving differently, then I'll, you know, apply some more focus on that. But right now I feel like, you know, I I just want to win. You want to win because you're doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to win. Because I feel like, I don't know. I just, I don't I don't know. Like, I, I want to. I want friends. Like I'll be wanting to hang with people, but again, like it's, like, yo, you don't. It's not. I don't know. Like the thing I want to. I want to hang with my old friends. Like I want to hang with Danger Zone. We used to just be in a studio all night writing and shit. Like I want to be around that type of energy. Like I don't want to just be around people who don't. Yeah, you know I mean, like people who don't have that drive to be you know what I mean I don't I just I don't I always want to be building and I don't feel like sometimes the people that be wanting to hang with me they don't what they building and what I'm building like they building something like two towns over and shit but I want to yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to build my little complex, right? I'm trying to Tyler Perry this bitch. You know what I'm saying? And and they they, I don't know. If it's not directed toward my career, like you know, my professional life, then I'm just not really interested in it. One last question, just because it's something that's been curious to me. Are you still in that 
part of your life where you're reconciling who you want to be as a child, a teenager, with who you are as an adult? You want to know what's funny? I always, I am who I want to be. I'm just not where I want to be, if that makes sense. I always knew when I was little, I always knew that I was going to be, well, my first dream was to be a radio host. I didn't want to be on TV. I wanted to be Wendy Williams on the radio. You wanted to be gossiping? I wanted I, I wanted to be Wendy Williams and Angie Martinez. That's who I listened to after school. Well, not after school because I was down south. But that's who I listened to up here during the summer times and stuff. Um, I wanted to talk on the radio. I wanted to sit down and talk to celebrities. I wanted to talk about music. I wanted to talk about because I wanted to talk about the culture that I loved. That's you know what I mean. Like I wanted to be a radio. I wanted to be a radio host. Like I wanted to host radio. And then when I got a little bit older, um, I found that I was pretty all right with writing and you know storytelling and stuff. So I started writing and um, started writing like poems and stuff like that. And then I was like, all right, well maybe I should be a writer. But I always wanted to be a radio host. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be a writer and a radio host. Maybe I should just do like a mass type of thing. Like I want to do everything. And then I realized like, yo, I'm just it. <laughs> and it's a, little, it's a little cocky to say, but I'm just it. Like I'm capable. And then it wasn't until, you know, being on Instagram and like, I've always told jokes. I've always made people laugh and stuff, but I never considered myself a comedian. And like I said, I've even been in those spaces where if I was in them as who I am now, if I was who I am now in those spaces, then like I'd be Tiffany Haddish, like where she is now, like I'd be there. Like I'd be that person. I really believe that because when I'm sitting here reflecting on the people that I was around and not, and just being around and absorbing and had I been me who I am now, then please, please, I would have been popped. Like, but it took me a minute to fully understand that basically who I am. And I feel like I just came into that. Like I knew what, two years ago that I wanted to try comedy. I knew about four years ago that I, four or five years ago that I wanted a podcast. I knew 20 years ago that I wanted to be a radio host. You know what I mean? I knew 20 years ago that I wanted to write. So now here I am doing everything. Like I literally right here on my board, it says you are reaching towards your dreams because I'm doing what I always thought that I would do. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of getting it to the scale of, and it's not, I don't even need to be famous, bro. I just want to take care of the people who've taken care of me. That's so sweet. I'm a sweet girl sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Little, you know what I mean? Sour, sweet and sour, like little, uh, what's that? Remember Warheads? Yes. It was just sour. It was just sour. But they were delicious. They were <laughs> that should be hurting, boy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Gordon Arner. Just as ugly as you want to be, bro. I miss being a kid. But yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty much I'm doing everything. I just gotta get my shit on a bigger scale. So that I can get some money and buy my parents a house and buy Anna a house and then well, yeah, buy him a house 
and probably two Camrys and shut them up. Why a Camry? When I get rich, I'm going to buy him two Camrys, two Maximus, and two Cavaliers. Those are his favorite cars. Very simple man. Not even the newer bodies. Like, he likes the old body. Like, he don't want the, he don't want a Max, a Maxima after 2001, I think, or 2002. He likes the older bodies. Camrys as well. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Yes. But it's, it's also easy. It's all, you know how much, say I get rich, right? Mm-hmm. I can easily just take 10, 15,000, buy him all six of the motherfucking cars and still have all my other money left. And look at that. He's happy. Every day driving a different car. Every day just riding past me. Beep, beep. I love you, babe. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. We simple people over here. But yeah, that's the goal. I just want to have my shit on a bigger level, I want to be able to get my thoughts, my messages across, connect with people, laugh with people. You know what I mean? You still have your thing in Georgia going? Yeah, I'm not going to go. Yeah, so I got to cancel that. All right. I think it's a good part to wrap up because you told me like an hour and 15 minutes we about to hit you. Yeah, yeah. We two hours in probably. Yeah, it is. So let's get to the fun part of do you have a quote? I've been quoting shit all week, man. I've been quoting lyrics all week. Mm, I got two, but I don't know yeah, which one. Yeah, you saw both of them in there. Put my name on one of them. Um, I'll put you on the Whitney Cummings. <laughs> um, Whitney Cummings said in her podcast. Comedians become comedians to control how to get embarrassed or how to get laughed at. One more time. Comedians become comedians to control how to get embarrassed or how to get laughed at. Oh, if that ain't the fucking truth. That is so true. Wow. Wow. Come on to the Whitney Cummins side. This is a good place. We watched one of her specials? Um, No, because she hasn't had a special in a while, but her podcast is good for you. Literally titled "Good for You." What else she on? Where would I know her from? Um, she had a show, Whitney. She was one of the writers on Roseanne before Roseanne went crazy. Wait, wait, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. What was that about? She was her and Christy Elliott, who just got pitched for being a pedophile, which he played multiple times. Yeah, so now maybe I don't know that one. (laughs) But still, and then the second one's from Jada Pinkett Smith. And that quote says, Worry about (laughs) for those who will not get you a nigga who will. Jada. (laughs) Uh, Just to actually say the quote, (laughs) the quote was, Worry about being respected, never worry about being liked, because that's the trap. That's where people manipulate you. Mm-hmm. That is true too. That is so true too. Because oh, sorry, when people manipulate you, or when you when they like you, or when you're worried about being like, you're bendable. And this you're bendable. And this is why I'm an asshole at work. Anyway, what so you say that now, so your boss, your boss listens to you. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Get strict with them. 
Nah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, like, you know what? I think I'm gonna take a lunch. You want some? It depends on the day. Like for my mom, it's her birthday. I got her food today, but your mom's birthday is today. Does she still listen? Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's smart. But at the same time, it's not like I'm being a nurse nightingale considering her situation. Well, did you get her a card? No, I just got her food. I was going to get her one of those robotic vacuum things, but you know. Oh, like you got. I seen one of those at Walmart the other day. Anything? I was like, dang, I should get one. But there's carpet in my room at the new house. It is carpet. Oh, just make sure it has like a 1800 or 2000 plus um, PA, PU, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I probably But yeah, you should. Get a nice little robot. I will as when the advertising money goes back up. Who is that behind you on the wall? Who is that? Hallie? No. Hallie from Chloe and Hallie? No, I I was trying to get artwork. And this um this artist that's on Instagram amongst other places, I like her art because the big That looks like Whitley. That looks like Whitley, but when she was in Harlem Nights. Don't yeah. tell me you ain't see Harlem Nights. I know Harlem Nights. Phone the air, think it's She but. was Jasmine Guy was there in the beginning, and then she slept with Eddie Murphy. Remember, she was gonna try to kill him. I, it's been a long time. Oh no, you're gonna have to rewatch it, baby, because Harlem Nights is a classic, honey. That's gotta stay fresh in your brain. Like when they were standing outside, they were shooting, they was like pop, pop, pop. That one little gun, pop. <laughs> he got mad. Like, <laughs> I'll probably have to watch that tonight. I love me some Harlem Nights, buddy. Oh, baby, I love me some Harlem Nights. I love, you know what? You can't go wrong with Richard Pryor and Eddie. You just can't go wrong with them. I just love them. Oh, and I saw the first episode of A Living Single. Oh, you did? I did. I gotta watch episode one. I I, I remembered that we said we was gonna do that, but I remembered late. Yeah, so I only got to episode one, and I didn't have enough time for the, the next eleven we were supposed to watch. But so anyway, think about episode one. Well, you've seen the the whole th- the whole thing before, right? I mean, like season one, maybe or half of season one. You serious right now? Up until like 99, 2000, I was very much Britney Spears in sync and all. It wasn't until like Mary J. Blige. I'm sure it's you go. Black Jesus. Mm. No, oh, you're white Britney. Bruh. Oh, all right. So, what did you think of episode one? I liked it, but I was questioning why. But you could also understand why people said that Max wasn't going to be a character for long term because you can tell how she could easily be detached from the show. Right. The first season, she um, they said that she wasn't supposed to be a regular. Like she was just supposed to, you know, pop in here and there. But because when she came on, she was that bitch. We requested her back. I kind of wish they would make ride the Maverick. You'll understand later. Isn't she what for Maverick? That was her slogan when she ran for council. Oh, she ran for council. Ride the Maverick. 
Was this like some Maxine Shaw? Yeah, <laughs> I love me some Maxine Shaw. Yo, she is the best. She's probably like she probably my favorite TV character. Yeah, I'm not thinking of anybody who who's reaching her right now. Who's number two? I don't know. I never actually put any thought into it. Is but, it you can write? I guess. Look at that getting out of here. But the thing is, like, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna think of anybody. Like, it, this is one of those type of things where it's only gonna come if I'm bouncing it off other people. If I'm just sitting by myself, like Max, and that's it. Like, I ain't gonna be able to think of no other shows. That's why I don't watch shit on TV. Because unless, even though you tell me what to watch, unless somebody tells me what's good, I'll be like, I ain't watching this shit. I don't know where, I don't even know where to start. It's like when the internet got big. It was so much that you could do on the internet that I was just like, yeah, I don't even want to do nothing. Are you at least excited for Fatal Affair featuring, is it Omar Epson Leolong? That's on the list for first day. Yeah, sure. I'm super excited. Soups. Totes. Black Jesus in the middle. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Let's oh, wrap up. You need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so you were saying you didn't think Max was going to be in there long. Outside of that, um, I also liked Flavor Magazine and the idea of it was ran by a black woman. She clearly had her cousin on just because, because you don't see a lot of nepotism with black people too often. Mm -hmm. I got a conversation with my boss. I'm like, you had me because I was black, right? It's like, no, nah. most qualified. I'm like, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> most qualified. It's like, thank you, but at the same time, excuse me. <laughs> Because most of the time I got hired is by black women, so I always thought, I it's fine also because you're a black dude. Well, I mean, it speaks to your work. It does, and a very good resume that I thankfully made myself. Oh, 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 actually, take it back. Because somebody, somebody oh, told me to change my resume up. Give me some. I said, put all that extra shit on that bitch. You do it all. I should I still owe you food, money, or something for that. Bro, you've gotten me like two cards. I'm good. We're even. <laughs> two cards? What was the second card? Maybe I don't know. I just felt like I had two cards. I don't know. Was it Christmas? I don't know. Shit. Mm, I don't really do Christmas. Definitely a birthday card. And then... All right, so it was a birthday card. That's good enough. I'm, I'm easy. It don't take much to please me. All right. That's why I don't be understanding. Like people be like, "Oh, let me be your sugar daddy," and I just be like, "Yo, just send the cash app. Don't ask me. Just send the cash app, bro." Like, but then I guess that means that they want things in return, like conversation. I don't, I don't be wanting that. That's the thing about the sugar hole, the whole sugar situation. Them old people be wanting you to call them baby and stuff. I can't use those words if I don't like you like that. I fuck around, call that old man son. Good evening, my sugar baby. What up, son? They'd be like, nah, say my 250 back, bitch. 250. <laughs> but yeah, I wish I, I, I want one of them. Is this one in my inbox right now? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's the thing. I think I put it on like um they'll put it on Twitter. Like it's like one sugar daddy will hit the inbox, right? And then I'll look and it'll be like three friend requests from other old white men. And it just be like, what the like did y'all all like sit together at bingo and decide let's slide in her DMs and try to be her ba- her sugar daddy? Like I don't be understanding. And they be trying it. Some of them be fat and 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 like bruh. And some of them be like slick, but it just be like, bro, stop, bro. Like you got the word sugar daddy in your fucking bio. What did what did you get out of my face, bro? Hey Shonda Nicole. That's my cash app. If you want to send something there, go on. But other than that, like, bye. Move. Plus, you're pretty consistent on mentioning that you are with Ant. So it's That's like, I don't, like, yo, this is what I don't be understanding with people. Especially on Facebook. Because on Instagram, I admit, I don't post I don't post a lot. Like, I'm just starting to post a lot. And it's more so about my content. And if it's not my content, like, if it's not, like, podcast or whatever, I'll post a picture of myself, which draw people back to my page. And then they draws them to my content about my podcast. Strategic, right? Gotta I'll, get a low level. Listen, listen, there's it's ways to this shit. Let, let one of my comments in the shade room go off. I'll post a comment in the shade room and get a couple of hundred likes. Bet, let me post a picture. Because it's already from that couple of hundred likes, people coming to my page. So when they come to my page, let me get something fresh up here so that they can look. Or let me put this podcast content up. You know what I mean? Strategic. But on my Facebook, though, my Facebook is more so family-oriented, right? Because it has to be. Me and this nigga got like 500 mutual friends. So everybody on my Facebook pretty much knows us from high school, knows us from being around, blah, blah, blah. So I'll put all my family shit up there and niggas will still slide in my DMs. And it's like, my nigga, it's a whole picture of me, my nigga, and two kids. And you in my DMs talking about you look lovely today. How are you? Can I holler at you? No. No. What you doing tonight? Why? Oh, I was going to invite you out. No. It's a nigga right there. Like, I don't be understanding. But then that just goes to show you that people don't really be caring. People don't respect relationships. And I, I hate that. That's why I hate people. Like, it's another thing. want to toss that onto the list of reasons why I'm so over human beings. Because they fucking crazy. They crazy. They crazy. And even if they're not crazy, the fact that they are able to have their own thoughts, I'm going to go with crazy. If everybody just thought like me, they'd be right. So <laughs> I knew that was coming. What? I knew there was going to be something coming in. You, you wasn't just going to let that slide. You and Jasmine guy in the background. That does not even look like Jasmine. Whitley. Dwayne. Let me guess. You ain't never seen an episode of a different I, I've seen a different world. I, before and after Lisa Bonet with Sinbad and his interesting haircut. I love Sinbad. I really enjoy Sinbad. He's one of my favorite clean comics. He ain't clean no more, is he? If you put on his Pandora station, mm-hmm. it don't be no cursing. He don't curse. <laughs> 
I got a couple of his because when when I used to drive Uber, what I would do is on Monday morning because I would drive early, early, early in the morning. So on Monday mornings when I'm taking people to work, like I would either play um, stand ups or like prank phone calls. <laughs> Everybody in the mood, so like niggas get out, they be in the car mad because it's Monday morning and it's fucking early as hell. But they get out the car laughing and slapping the back of my seat, like yo, this is funny. So yeah, I and then like when old you know church churchy people get in, I would just put on a uh, Sinbad because it's safer. Did you ever talk about putting your cell phone when they were in the car? I don't drive people no more. I meant like back in the day. No, what would I put my cell phone for? I didn't have anything to put on. <laughs> so no, nah. I mean, I always had the idea of like, you know, um, having business cards and stuff because people would talk to me and they would obviously find me fucking hilarious because it's just the nature That's of who cool. I am. <laughs> so like, they would always like ask me like, you know, Oh, can I follow you on Instagram? Or you know, like, what, what's your? Where can I find more of your stuff? But I ain't had no no cards, so I thought about making some cards. Actually, I made some cards. They're saved and everything. I just didn't get them printed from the thing, from the get the print sent. Is that a birthday gift in the making? No, no. no. I'm thinking about starting. Um, I don't know if it's going to be under their umbrella, but I've been in talks of um doing a little t-shirt line and if uh i'm gonna start with just doing my own shirts and wearing my own shirts and then if people like it then i'll go forward with it but i don't even want i'll tell you off off the thing about the idea of it because i tend to be having some really good ideas and then say it in the wrong space and then next thing i know somebody got my shit See, this is the type of shit, you know what I mean? What what we talking about? This is the type of shit that excites me. Like I can do this. I don't want to just be talking about not stuff that's gonna make me rich and famous. I mean, being rich and famous is fine and all, but didn't make you say more money, more problems. Yeah, but when I say rich and famous, I don't mean rich and famous. I mean comfortable and known enough. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't need to be super rich. I don't need to be super famous. I just want to be comfortable. I want to be able to give back to those who have given to me. Like I don't, I really don't need a whole great lot because not for nothing, whatever little chunk of money I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go get me a big ass house in the south anyway. So I don't need those millions and millions and millions. It'd be nice. I ain't gonna complain when they come. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't need it to be happy. Just give me a couple of thousands and thousands and thousands, and I'll be straight. You know, until the millions and millions come. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't be wanting to talk about feelings and shit like that. I really be wanting to talk about like, like work. Like, let's. You gotta have an outlet, though. Yeah. And I do, you know, I talk to you about it sometimes. I talk to my sister about it sometimes, you know. I've been journaling a lot. Yeah, I just low-key feel bad sometimes because a lot of your personal stuff gets recorded, so it's like I feel exploited. My personal stuff? Yeah. From you? Because everything, we almost all of our conversations are recorded. Yeah. 
And then I feel like I need to cut more and more because it's like, yeah. I don't- I'll be agreeing. I don't listen to us no more. It's too long. I mean, it's too long. Um, if I know that there's parts that, that, that had me cracking up, like that last episode that we did, I was cracking up. So I listened back to, to, to that. Um, but for the most part, when I, when, when you be taking me on these roller coasters where I'll be having to talk about my feelings and shit, I don't listen back to it. I do not. <laughs> Cause for me, I'm always a type like, and this is why I have issues with writing about my problems and stuff. And like, um, you know, designing work around feelings because once I'm done with that feeling, I don't want to revisit it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, well, why don't you talk about this? Or why don't you write a book about this? Or why don't you write an essay about, you know, this? And it's like, yeah, but I resolved that feeling. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not going to be able to write about it from that same space. And I don't want to go back to that space for the art you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah i try to write about stuff or i try to do stuff right when it when it happens so that but outside of that, like my journals i don't i don't go back and read my journals i'm not a fan of going back and you know my old facebook posts and shit like oh what is wrong with your emotional ass move you know what i'm saying like i'm not a fan of it so when, when you be having me on these shits and i be <laughs> my soul and shit i just be like yeah Another episode I'm not gonna listen to. I know that you start rocking back and forth that you're well, I do that period. I do that period because if I stop rocking, if I stop doing this, then my foot's tapping. You just don't see it. I'm always moving. I know, but it feels like when you're starting to get uncomfortable because we're going a little bit too far, that's when you start really rocking back and forth. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Which does lead to the question. When you get older, are you gonna let AJ have access to these journals or no? AJ has uh, her own journal. This is the journal that I keep for AJ. I haven't written in it in a while because I haven't wanted to revisit some of the feelings that I've had. Um, but yeah, I keep a journal for her, specifically for her, um, for when she's older, so that she can understand, like, if there's a moment that we experience that, you know, maybe I didn't handle it as best as I could, or maybe I flipped out. It she can go into the book and be like, oh, okay, I remember when this happened. Now I see why she was, you know, what she was going through during this time, that type of thing. So I would keep a journal specifically for her. Um, I need uh, this parenting book. I really want this parenting book. What I was thinking it? about that earlier, y'all. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, Marty didn't mention it. I'm, but it's just, I don't know. Like, I just don't know where to start, man. Like mm -hmm. I took what you everything you text me, I took it and I put it in Google Docs and I have like a little outline just of what you told me. And then like I kind of went and I added another page to it of just like things that you know maybe I would want to touch base on, but it's just like I don't and then two, it's like who the fuck am I <laughs> to write a parenting book? <laughs> like, bitch, I'm barely a decent parent. I mean, all things considered, right now it goes to me. I mean, yeah, but then at the same time, I don't know. I, I have, I have two side. I have two different type of thoughts. One is the thought that says, "Who's going to read this shit?" 
Like, who's going to pay attention to this shit? And then the other thought is me, what I tell everybody else when they want to talk, you know, when they talk about stuff that they want to put out, oh, there's a market for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, like somebody's always, there's always somebody that's going to want that. Somebody It's going to be good to somebody type thing. But it's just like, okay, I tell people that, but I got to keep, you know, reminding myself of that so that I can actually, like, put out certain things. Because if I don't, if there's not an expressed want for certain things and it's just like well, these niggas don't want that shit from me i mean sometimes you gotta make your audience you can't just wait for them to find you yeah that's true that's true because you sent me a lot of stuff that i'm still like low-key mad that you didn't do more with it what oh ideas like that, that you sent about certain things that i don't want to put on record featuring the, the script oh yeah, yeah, yeah the show that i was talking about yeah man i didn't see more commercials out of you yeah like and that's the thing like we'll see what it should be time the commercials is more so time because everything like i'm always ripping and running and then when it's time to sit down and like record the podcast it's mm-hmm. usually like the day of I usually only have like a certain amount of time to get it done before AJ get up before I gotta you know do this or before I gotta start work. So like this is more so just poor timing. But I I do want to um it's a fucking mosquito bite. But I do want to uh, get back into that. But again, you know, right now is just a very hectic time, and I'm a is you know not about to get any less hectic because we're about to move. So it's like I gotta re you know get resituated. Or whatever, but not, like with the move, some of the things that we've talked about and that we've been planning, and the proximity of everybody being in one place is going to make it easier for some of these things to happen. You know, a lot of people have been asking for this fucking YouTube channel, um, this family YouTube channel, and um, I don't have a family YouTube channel. I know that sounds a little bit weird. I want to take that back and redo it, but you get what I mean. No, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, but that wasn't what that looked for. It was just like, yeah, man. Like we've always talked about it. Like, well, I ain't gonna say we always talked about it. We talked about it a couple times. Um, just from us looking back at stuff, like when we all. So it's just like, all right. And then it's like people really do be like, I can't wait for y'all to start one. I'm gonna watch it and stuff. But my thing is like, I hate when people say that because. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And they don't watch it. Or I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know. But it don't feel like, you know, they be gassing and then they don't, the support don't match the gas. We'll say that. I get you because you don't want just a number. You want to actually see comments. Yeah, I'll take comments. I'll take interaction over over views. You know what I mean? Like, I do want a lot of people to see it, but. It's more important for me to know that the people who have seen it fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 you know palatable. So, and that's just me. Period. I'm I'm my love language is words of affirmation. So, I like to hear, and I like to see. Oh yeah, yo y'all fucking with that shit because it makes me want to do more. Like oh. Niggas like me. Let me go give you. Wait till I hit you with the left foot. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. I like I like the uh the interaction. But we'll see how it goes, you know. 
and the things that I told you about, I do, I do want to apply more focus to is just uh, maybe like 5% fear and the rest just a mix of like inexperience and yeah. Just needing the time to get it done. Yeah. Inexperience, needing the time to get it done, needing a little guidance, things like that. But yeah, well, this is pretty much in go mode. I, I mean, I must say 2020 has been an interesting year for me, but personally, like, this has been one of the best years that I've had. Not even, not even one of, since, since I had AJ, this has been the best year. That's saying something. Yeah. It's crazy. Because I feel like when coronavirus hit, like the world had to slow down, which gave me a chance to catch up. So I don't feel left behind anymore. Like, I don't feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm got a pretty okay foot to stand on. You know what I mean? So um, and I know people, it has been a rough year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I lost people that I love um, due to Corona and whatnot. Um, but me personally, 2020 compared to the, some of the other years that I've had, not at all mad at it. It was a year of growth. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Very much the year of growth. A lot I'm of people. Proud to see it. Huh? I'm proud to see it. Listen. Yo, I don't know if a mosquito is locked in here. But in the last like four minutes, motherfucker got me on two arms on both of them. I can't even show it to you. Can't turn. I mean, maybe it's kissing you goodbye. Uh, fuck that. <laughs> don't like kisses. That's what AJ like. I don't like. I don't like wet kisses. Right. I hate wet kisses. Like if your kiss has, if you lick your lips before you go to kiss my cheek, don't kiss my cheek, bro. Like I just, I don't like it. So. I was stoned out my mind the other night, right? Minding my business, falling asleep in front of the TV like a real G. So I'm here with it. And I heard AJ say mommy. I heard her say it, but I kind of just hoped that if I ignored her, she would stop needing me. Because, I mean, it was nighttime. So it's like, fuck you need me for? So I'm sitting there, and she was like, mommy. And then I felt her leaning and kissed me, bro. Mouth was wet in the motherfucker. I woke up like, oh! She was like, I knew that would get you up. Disrespectful. So disrespectful. Bruh, I was like disgusted. Like, not that I'm, you know, Ned, like, I just, it's something about a wet kiss that just, mm-mm. like, I immediately just, and it was to the point where she was little and used to kiss her on the cheek and she would see me do it so much that she started doing that. Like, nah, don't wet kiss me, bro. But yeah, I posted Ben got up out of here, man. Stop holding me hostage, bro. Ooh. You just having a good time, a little talking talk. I am. I am low key. I am. And since I decided that I wasn't going back out, it's just like, all right, cool. I am low key. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. All right, come on, say your say your ads. You can find me at Shonda Nicole One. 
on Instagram and Twitter. You can find my podcast everywhere. You can find this one, which is fucking on my mom pod and my website, Seanandnicole.com. You can find me at wherever I look for a website, Instagram, Twitter, and I think that's all I maintain. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, and of course, this web, this podcast has a website, Can We Get Ignorant? And also a YouTube page where there's actual videos. Oh, yeah. I'm watching that. I forget to mention that. I don't know why. I'm so weirded out by this pink thing that I can tell is moving, but it's not really moving. Yes, yeah, uh, my massager, bro. I was hurt, man. I told you I was real hurt. I, you see me over here getting on my thighs, my quads, and whatnot. She was walking out your arm. Yeah, man, I'll be getting it. I posted, let me tell you, I posted that little picture in my stories of um, me after a workout. I ain't gonna lie, I did look kind of cock diesel, bro. That shit almost got a thousand views. I'm like, wait, am I doing something wrong? Cause I ain't never got that many views. Here you go. Always gotta, always gotta be a hater in the stands. Oh, I think it's a glitch or something. Cause mom was acting up. I had a lot on one, and now I'm like, nigga, I'm just lit. Just I'm just lit. It's not no glitch. I'm just lit. I can't just be lit. I scroll through. They all real people. There wasn't no bots. I can't just be lit. Niggas be hating, bro. Niggas be hating. But yeah. Muscles right, bro. You don't know, man. Listen, they say you could tell a woman's age by her arms. I'm trying to be 20 out of this bitch. And I'm, and I'm getting tan in the dark. But when you turn on the light, I'm still the same color. You almost my complexion. No, nah, I think I'm darker than you now. I got the vitamin D popping. I'm not at work. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> no, I really do got a vitamin D deficiency, though. <laughs> I really got to take vitamin D. Don't judge me. All right. You enjoyed dinner and also the family. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> I can't be sentimental and enjoy it. It's not how my heart works. Your heart still beat though. Your heart want these sentimentalities. Is that Marion? You don't know about that. It's cool. I don't know about it, Marion, because they keep people on the phone when they say that damn name. Touch. Touch. Icebox was a good song. Ready. Touch. And he also did the Eat the Blue and the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Now, um, I know some. I know one of his producers, or one of the people who produced some of the music off of Touch. No, he did Entourage. Yeah, Entourage, Superfly. All right, your face is telling me that I'm shooting in the wrong. Spot. So I mean, if it makes you happy, do what you need to do. What I need to do is pee. Honestly, I've, I've been doing good with my water, so I need to go use the bathroom. Yeah, no, you drunk the whole thing. Go on and now I'm trying to get my water intake up so that I can do this cleanse because the cleanse says you got to take you got to drink like eight to ten bottles of water a day. 
And I just want to make sure that I'm mentally there before I physically start. I think that's the word right there. I just want to be mentally there before I physically start. Hello. There you go. That's my quote. Take it. (laughs) 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 All right, Amari. We say next time maybe uh, we do this in person. I can see you in person again. Gosh, calm down. Cool your nuts. I'm not that cool. Again, I'm going to treat you the way you should be talking to yourself. I feel like doing my Muppets dance. Doing a new Muppet show. I think it comes out there. A show, like a series or just a movie? Disney Plus. Didn't Disney Plus just release something else new? Um, maybe some Star Wars related. Oh yeah, I'll do Star Wars. Oh no, I've been. I like it was the show that recently came out, or that that they they were saying. So, oh, Hamilton. When's that supposed to come out? It already came out. It's on there already. Hell yeah, it's already on there. Why are you saying like that? Is it bad? I've never heard of Hamilton. Well, I've never seen. Hamilton or know what it's like, but I've heard so many things about it. They say if you're black, you're supposed to go see it. All I know is it's a musical, and I only like jukebox musicals. What you mean jukebox musical? Like Donna Summer, Tina Turner, Cher Had One, The Temptations. You already know the songs before you see the production. So that you can sing with them. So what's your problem? You're so weird, Amari. Like... You don't want to be prepared for the show? I want to be prepared to know the songs. You said you want to know the songs? Yes. Because I remember seeing and You don't know Temptations and in, in, in them? I do. That's why I went to go see the Temptations musical. The, I wanted to see the Tina one, but then they closed down. But you know, Your problem with Hamilton is that they were singing songs. That, that I didn't know the music of. Because I could have saw it at the public theater before it became big, but... So, no. what song was they like old school songs like Temptations? Or it was just no, songs that nobody knows. No, the original rap songs. Oh yeah, no, no, I thought you were saying like they were singing like Tina Turner and shit like oh, that. Like, oh yeah, no, I fuck with Tina and I fuck with the Temptations. I love me some Otis. You know what I mean? Me and David, we got a thing going on. So oh, come yeah, on, that's what you should do for your birthdays. Take me to all of them because I fuck with all of them. Spent her. Give me a little David Ruffin with a little Teddy Pender. Pender, ass. damn. Take them both. Take them both. You sing up there. You sing down there. Take them both. Take them both. All right. I'm sorry. I love, I love old music, as you can see. That's what else she mentioned on your podcast. How? Yes. Something about the lip tremble or something. Listen, baby. Baby, they better be lucky I wasn't born back then. Oh, I forgot that's your catchphrase, Mm, baby. I would have been a whore, they would have been like, You a known groupie show. We'll point me to David. That David Ruffin can sing, boy. It's like, mm. Mm -mm. what you think is the best solo record he did? Uh, just the record or the album? Either one. 
I'm gonna go with album because it has so many like mm, so many appropriates on there. Let me pull it up because I can't remember the name of it. Oh, if you play the record, I gotta mute it because I'm copyright. No, I'm not gonna play it. I'm not gonna play the record. I'm just trying to find the name of the album. I'm gonna mute it. Don't mute me, hope. Give a fuck about no copyright. Say nah, yes, I do. <laughs> I don't need you judging me. Nobody's judging you. That's another thing I want to ask you. How do you think the format on this show differs from your own show? Hmm? How do you feel the fucking on the mom format differs from getting ignorant with it? It's a big difference because I kind of just do what the fuck I want. Duh. How do you think it differs? Um, do what you fuck you want. All right, so it's not this album. What album was it then? It must have been Who I Not for nothing. That's how you could tell this nigga can sing his ass off because he's not that cute. <laughs> All right. So I think... I must have been on like a greatest hit, the ultimate collection. That's what it was. Why it's not coming up over here then? So it's on an ultimate collection. I don't understand. It's showing up in one spot, but it's not showing up on the other spot where I can see the whole track. But yeah, so the ultimate collection and my favorite songs on there, all of them. <laughs> all of them. Like it's just. First of all, his voice is just like velvet. But I think um, Walk Away From Love was good. And there was another one about going by the old spot. Roll by, by the place. Mm. Mm. Damn, David. Them boys back in them days, they knew how to get their heart broke, boy. They sang all about it. Give you all the detail. Roll by the house. Door was open. The blinds was up. I looked in a little bit. You wasn't home. <laughs> oh my God. All right, Amari, wrap up, bro, because I'm ready to go. You holding me up. <laughs> Keep talking. You have to pee. So this has been another episode of Getting Ignorant With It, clocking in around two and a half hours before I cut so many parts of it out. Yeah, buddy. Rolling like a big shot. Chevy tuned up like a NASCAR pit stop. Hey, look at you. I don't even know what that is. What a song is that? What a song is that? Clean on the inside, clean on the outside. Clean on the inside. Clean on. You, needed to, you needed to be ratchet. For a little while, you needed less and more cream inside. I mean, if you ask my boss, I am ratchet. She, yeah, so you know what? It's probably not even ratchet. You're probably just coming into your into your adult black. Like you know, it's levels to black. You no, probably- I think it's just because that you're at that level, so I don't feel like I need to be at that level. Who her? No, if you. Like, you're very outspoken, actually, so I don't feel the need to be on that level. I'm like that, too. That's how, well, I'm like that, too. Like, if I'm in a room with somebody, and if I'm in a room with a group of people, and there's already somebody that's, like, 
being the center of attention, I will play the, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Like it's not needed for the environment, but sometimes like it'd be everybody just kind of real, just sitting around. Then I'll be that I'll step up for the environment. But if I don't need to, then it's, I'm cool with just being a part of instead of being, you know what I mean? Because it's like the balance. It, you don't need five people rowdy. That's going to be fight. Exactly. So if I see you are like case in point, Ant. Like if I see Ant turned on, like you know, being goofy and, and being the center of attention. All right, cool. I'm just chill. You know, I'll throw in my sense when I need to. You know, I'll add back up when I need to. But you go ahead. You take your moment. But then there's some spaces where it's like I, you know, I'm the one that's, you know, making everything move and shake and laugh, and he'll just kind of play the background, throw him when he needs to. My boss also said she wanted to come on. I was like, I don't know if you're going to accept that. How do you feel about it? Because I don't work for. It's going to be a conflict of who I am with you and who I am with her. Why you say that? I'm a real like vulgar ass nigga at work. Like this whole white boy persona that you think I am is not who I am at work. Why don't I get the black boy? Why I gotta get the white boy? Because again, I'm, I'm a whole nigga in these streets, and you bringing Britney to my house. <laughs> it was eventually Mary J. Blige. Yeah, now, now, now I would like to see this. Now I would like to see this. Let's threesome this bitch up. Let's go. Yeah, she can come on. I want to see you be a nigga. <laughs> It'd be funny as hell. You just sit down in front of the camera with a whole ass coot. <laughs> no fucking Kente cloth and shit. Do I even own my Kente hat anymore? I had a koofy like one time. I bet. You look like the type. You had one. I Your name is Amari Allah. I was about to say my middle name, but that's not necessary. Probably another, you know, my point. Somebody in my father's family put my fucking full name on the internet. Mm. I might go to Florida in August to go visit my dad and my brother. You guys are doing better? Huh? You guys doing better? Well, y'all weren't doing bad. You were getting on your nerves for a second. Niggas, tuppy niggas, and I'm putting myself in that. I haven't seen my brother in what ten years. <laughs> Jeez, do y'all speak though? No, because we have a very. What I mean, what I keep reminding myself is, when it comes to most of my relationships, I have relationships where if I don't reach out, they ain't gonna reach out. And I used to say yeah. because most of my friends were female, and that's why. But I'm like, no, nah, because this shit started with my dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed I'm in the same boat right now. I've, you know what I don't like? What I've realized that I don't like and why what's going to be the cause of me not speaking to a, a great deal of people. I don't like when I'm carrying the conversation. Like, and like I don't, I don't even talk to people a lot, but like, I don't like it when I hit you. Like, you don't do this, so I'm not talking to you, but... Because some people say, I don't, I let you talk too much and I don't contribute. <laughs> Uh, you said some people say that? Some people say that. Yeah, I agree. What? I agree. I've said it before. <laughs> like, but that's at this point, I, I try to, you know, ask you more shit and whatnot, but you say your shit. 
And then you ask me questions that I go off on tangents about. So that's what it is. But what I was saying was I noticed that when I hit people up and I'm like, you know, first of all, I don't hit you up often. So if I do hit you up, it's either to check on you or to let you know, like, I love you, appreciate you type shit. So if I hit you up, I'm like, hey, what's up? Or, hey, how are you? You know, how you doing? How, how was your week? Because I don't, I don't talk to people like that. So if I'm asking you something specific about how you are doing, then I, I give a fuck. So, you know, it'll be like, I'll get a response like, oh, you know, my week was cool, blah, blah, blah. Just busy with work. And I'm just sitting on the other side, like, yeah, you know, my week was cool too. Just so, like, like literally, that's literally it's a three message, it's a three message conversation. Because when I see when you respond and you don't you not, you know what I mean? You don't give a fuck about what's going on in my life. And for me, it's offensive. Um, considering the people that this is coming from, because it's like I don't want to believe that if we don't, if I don't reach out to you, then that's just that. But you basically showing me that if I don't reach out to you, then we just not friends. But it's like, you got to ask yourself at the same time, if that's the case, then why do you want to be, you know what I mean? Friends with this person anyway. Just so you know that back and forth, the way that is, that's how dating apps are. I could believe it. That's why I don't want to be on them. Fuck everybody. I hate people. I told you that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like people are stupid right now the way that they think is dumb because it's like when you want your date if you want to date nap and you send somebody a message and it's it's like a one-way thing for me personally when somebody approaches me you know and they oh you know how you doing da, da, da. like i try to be cordial but some people i can already get that sense that i'm just gonna have to be either i'm not gonna respond or i'm gonna have a response that requires no more responses you know what i'm saying but again that's for me when i'm figuring that i don't want to talk to you so if i feel like that's what you're doing to me then i'm not going to hit you no more because i think that you don't want to talk to me but if it's not a dating app if it's like a friendship or you know what i mean people that i know it's a little different you know what i'm saying like it it's it's a little it means a little bit more but i I, i'm too coming to understand that sometimes like that's just how situations die and that's the weird thing about it because as i'm sure you relate to it's like when it's going good it's going good but then the tape is off and then it's like quiet and you're like what happened exactly like if it's if it's a conversation like this is my thing when i'm texting people i'm usually texting people that i talk to you know what i mean like i can actually like I don't just miscellaneous, you know, I don't send just hey, what's up? I'm not a I'm not a small talk. I don't I don't care much for small talk. I don't do pleasantries. I literally say if I haven't talked to you in a while and I'm hitting you up because I need to ask you something or I, you know what I mean, I need your whatever it is that you're good with professionally and I haven't talked to you, my shit literally be like, hey, what's up? Insert pleasantries. All right, so I don't want to waste your time. This is why I'm hitting you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you get some people who be like, uh, you know, feel away behind that. But my mentor, one of my mentors, like, she's one of the smartest people I know, one of the most professional people I know, you know, all of that. She appreciates the fuck out of me for that. She be like, yo, I hate when people hit me up trying to small talk me and ask me about all this shit that they don't care about just to ask me for something. 
I'm like, bitch, I know. So I don't do that. I just, you know, no pleasantries, no small talk needed. So if I'm hitting you and you decide that, you know, you're just going to trickle off at some point. All right, cool. I'm going to hit you tomorrow. And haven't spoken to these people in mad long. So, yeah, I guess when they do that, you just say fuck them. Well, not fuck them, but you just move on. Maybe. What did you do with your brother? Did you reach out first? I never reached out first anymore. I used to do that when I was a teenager, send out cards, calling people once a month. But at the same point, it's like you said, you need some reciprocity. Mm. And if you don't get that, you're like, okay. You start playing them games like, okay, I'm going to test you now. What happens when I start mailing back and you start to realize, you're not doing 80 20 no more. You're not getting even zero or 10 or 15. It's like, okay, so now we're not going to see each other barely talking 10 years. Mm-hmm. But my issue has and always will be that I get the blame for that shit. Why, like, how do you get the blame for it if you're the one that be reaching out? I don't reach out anymore like I used to because I got well, tired. Wait, is it, it's that is you get the blame for it now because you stopped reaching out after. That and because I'm an adult now, since apparently that's a factor in it. Like it's what I told you in November, October, when I saw that um the farewell movie. Mm-hmm. I have for some reason that movie got me an emotional breakdown, so I low key confronted my dad about it, and that nigga just basically pushed back. I was like, "You the one being selfish by not reaching out to people." And I'm like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" The whole ass parent. <laughs> It's not the child's responsibility to reach out to the parent. He thinks he's old. He ain't going to be around forever. Why aren't you reaching out? Um, okay, so if you think you're old and you think you're not going to be around forever, then why aren't you reconciling your relationships, i.e. reaching out to your children, your loved ones? Oh, he's good with my brother. Him and my brother seem to have a good relationship. They live around the corner from each other now. Yeah, when he was down the street from me, I'd be looking to catch a nick at the corner store. Did 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 he play an active role, a more active role in your brother's upbringing than yours? I'm not gonna speak on my brother's life just because I'm not trying to be that person. Right. So I will say though that whatever he and my brother went through, clearly they worked it out. Was the the dynamic the same? Like. Is your brother younger than you or older than you? My brother is older than you. He's at least 40. First of all, bitch, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> number one, my brother's older than you. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not even that old. 20-year-old told me I could pass for 23 the other day, so you shut up. <laughs> but no. Um, so... Well, I guess that's pretty much it then. He just knows your brother longer. That's all. Was, yeah, was they, was your father, wait, your brother, different mother, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So was he with your brother's mother? Like, were they married or like with each other for a period of time or? My dad dated both my mother and also his mother's. But again, certain things I don't know. And last time I made an assumption that, cause issues, so I'm going to not go into that. Totally understand. Totally understand. Well, I mean, sometimes I'll be feeling like my sister and my dad are closer than I am with them, but... The child seems so adorable. Huh? The child seems so adorable. 
That's me. I'm adorable. That's all I miss. <laughs> like, them niggas born without me. I'm the adorable one. I bring the fire. I bring the fun. I bring the jokes. You know what I mean? It's me. It's not them. They don't be laughing as much when I'm not around. Who, who's going to offer him weed? Who's going to peer pressure him weed? Me. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. But again, that's because and I, I, I'm, I am that way and I act that way because I am the youngest. Because I feel, I don't feel necessarily left. I feel like the, the last edition. I feel like, so I, like, okay, so my parents... They made my sister, she was conceived out of love and everything. Then they broke up and then they got back, you know, had a little situation or whatever. And that's when I came about. But then they broke up again and you know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't, I wasn't conceived in love. They might've loved each other, but in the moment, I just was the fuck baby. That's how I receive it. Cause okay, they can't remember where I was born. They was just getting it in a lot type thing. I mean, where I was conceived or whatever. And because of that, it felt like it. You know what I mean? It always felt like it. I always felt like that child that I was it's not, well, yeah, I was bad, but, you know, just, you know, the rebel one, the rebellious one, I, I'd say. Not the one that's going to sit down when you say sit down. I'm the one that's always going to have something to say. I'm not going to hold it under my tongue. I'm going to say it out loud a little bit so you can hear it. You know what I mean? I, meanwhile, my sister's more, you know, nice i guess more respectful to them and more candid about her shit whereas me it's just like bitch this is me this is me i love you enough to show you me you know what i mean so because of that i get to be the asshole you know what i mean i get to talk to my dad about catching him with the girl in the house you know what i mean i get to say <laughs> shit you know what i mean and then because of that it changes our relationship too it changes our dynamic where he's more comfortable talking to me about certain things that maybe he wouldn't be as comfortable talking to my sister about, i.e., Sean, I need you to leave the house so I can get some. Because now you're the daughter and the homie. 
You feel what I'm saying? So, and then with my mom, same thing with my mom. I, my mom, I'm excited for her to come visit so I can introduce her to my weed man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Mommy, look at all of this. Look at the options. No, no, no. This wasn't just grown outside. This is good stuff from Cali. Like, I'm so excited. You know what I mean? But the relationship is just different. But, it, you know, I think that I was supposed to be more, uh, more close to my mom. But I'm not. I'm equally close to them. But I think that my sister and my dad are closer. That's cool. Do you need help moving on now? Um, I don't know, honestly, bro, because I think most of the stuff we throwing out, um, you might probably can help me if I need help taking some of these toys to uh, Goodwill. I got so many toys, so much uh, like educational stuff and stuff in the basement, like just old toys from AJ. She sucks with toys, to be honest. She only wanted to play with the bullshit stuff. So, yeah, um, I don't think we need much help, but if I need some help getting these toys to Goodwill, you could be of assistance. Let me know. Yeah, for the I think we're just really throwing everything out. So, yeah. It's going to be hectic. Well, not going to be hectic, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Kind of excited, kind of sad. I mean, it's a new chapter. It's a new chapter that's gonna be that's gonna what is it? Project your growth. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, it, it's it's a new chapter. It's just closing on this chapter. Like this, my dad's been here since like '84. Mm. So like, my mom's lived in this house. My grandpa, like my room now, my grandpa used to live in. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just those feelings, like that. It's like a life here that took place before me that I didn't know about. You know what I mean? That I didn't that I didn't get to experience. Like you and mommy lived here together, like in love. Wow, that's so fucking dope. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen my parents together. So yeah. Like I mean, I've seen them around each other, but I've never seen them in a relationship. Same. My mom and dad would give each other fake hugs and I'm like because you ever think about how you see on TV the kids always say I wanted my mom and daddy back together and I'm trying to remember did I ever want that? I did it when I was little but I do now. Yeah so they can take care of each other. Well yeah that but I think that's what they low key want. I just think it's the the distance like my mom doesn't want to be up here but I think because like don't get me wrong like my dad be talking to girls and whatnot my mom I'm pretty sure she'd be entertaining guys or whatnot but when it comes down to like what they're both looking for they're at a point in their life where they're they, my kids are grown you know what I mean like my needs are minimal so what I need from you is less about what you can give me materialistically, I guess. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I guess it's just a matter of, like, 
I have this to share and I, you know, want to share it with somebody worthy of sharing it with. But, you know, from talking to my dad, it sounds like, you know, he thinks that one of the only people that he feels comfortable enough to do for in that manner would be my mom because, you know, women are gold diggers. So you get a lot of, especially women, you know, up there at his age where if, you know, they are single and out there looking and they looking for somebody that's going with a pension, you know what I mean? Like they looking for somebody that's, you know, like that type of thing. They're not, you know, whereas what my dad, he, I think my dad's love language. I think he shows love and gifts. You said that with what he gives AJ. Yeah, well, definitely that. But like with, with the way that he shows his love, like you, when you love in that language, it's hard for you to show love to just anybody because you can't just be out here buying, you know what I mean, spending your whole paycheck on, on people who don't give a fuck about you type thing, you know what I mean? So I think that for him, he would be, it, it would be easier for him to love in his love language with my mom. What's her love language? Fucking no. No, no. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I think that she receives love and gifts. That's as far as I know. I don't think I really ever paid too much attention. Cause she don't really be doing much. Like, like she like she don't she doesn't she's not like a social person she don't really go out and be you know what I mean so it's hard to say um I think it would just probably be like receiving and 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 gift receiving and probably um quality time I don't know but you know what is funny I have this thing when I see men that look like men that I've seen break her heart. I just, I'm, I'm so mean to them, but in a funny way. Like, it's not a, like her ex-boyfriend, like, you know, they've been broken up for many, many years, but like, I used to walk in the house. I don't care if I just drove to North Carolina. Like, it'll be me just, my first time getting out of the car in seven hours or something. And he'll be sitting at the table not walking like, what the fuck is your ugly ass doing here? (laughs) (laughs) You the guest covered seven seven hours. Bruh, mom, like I, because it just got to a point, first of all, when you see your parents going through things and then you start to understand what they're going through, you just get to that point where, like, nah, she might not see you as what you are, but I do. So I'm gonna call you on it so that you know that you're not getting over. You know what I mean? Like, so that you know I see what the fuck is going on. So that's pretty much how I would operate. You know what I mean? Like, and I would let them know. Don't get now, now that they're broken up, and even like toward the end of their relationship, like it's always like my dad likes to say about um about his brother-in-law like you know i really like him but maybe for somebody else's sister 
Like, that's how I feel about her boyfriends. Like, I really like them. But maybe for somebody else's mom. Because I can go to his shop and shoot the shit with him and, and laugh and crack jokes or whatever with her not being there. You know what I mean? But when it comes to her, fuck you for her. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like you for her. And I would just be, I would straight up. But then if I needed something done in my car, hey, yo, I'm about to pull up to your shop. And I'll walk up to the shop. Boy, you sure do look ugly when you work. <laughs> the disrespect against me. <laughs> but that's just it, though. I'm saying, like, and then it was worse because, like, all right, so there was a moment where I went and I snooped and I found a letter that she had written to him. where she was basically pouring her heart out to him. And I was just like, nah, like, fuck you, yo. Especially even more after this. You know what I'm saying? Like, even more after this. So I just really just, she can give you all the love and attention. But them three days that I'm here, I got something to say. And so... But every nigga that I see that look like him, I always I always start with. I always troll. Or any nigga that look like might have broke my mother's heart. Like one of the one of the guys I bowl with on Saturdays, older dude. Like, first of all, my the team is me, my sister, and there's three dudes. One is a, a year younger than my sister, or two years younger than my sister, but we thought that he was way older than her. I'm gonna keep it honest with you. And then the other two. They, you know, well into their 50s, probably pushing up to 60, right? But one of them, he light-skinned, bald. He, his name is Magic, right? His name, yeah, he drives trucks. He said, yeah, my driver handle used to be Magic Potion number nine or some shit like that. So, yeah. <laughs> right, one of those type of niggas, obviously. So when I was sitting there talking to him one day, I was just like, you know why I like you? Because you're like the type of nigga that would have broke my mother's heart. And I always like those niggas. But I always like to fuck with those niggas, and that's all I do. Jokes, nonstop, just constantly running, nonstop, every chance I get, and it's just, it makes me feel better. Kind of like, mommy. Yeah, like it's just this is for every fuck boy you dated, mommy. Got you, girl. Look at you, how sweet you are. In my own way, <laughs> you gotta understand it to appreciate it. Let it out one way or the other, since you don't want to let it out the easy way. What taking a laxative? Order your PLI. Oh man! But I'm gonna let you go because you said yeah, you're- man, I was supposed to. I was. I did have something to do. I'm probably about to just go to bed now. Shoot. Sorry, but you yeah, can't. Right. But I did enjoy this conversation. I did enjoy the episode. Except for you saying, well, people be saying, hey, I be, you be talking too much, you don't let me talk. Who the fuck? No, I'm not that I don't let you talk. I don't say much. No, I don't like the way you worded it in the pod. Made it sound like I be trying to like just not let you, you know what I mean? Get your shit up. I don't have much shit to get off. Well, you just know that you can't get your shit off if you needed to get it off. I ain't stopping nobody. And whomever said that, you can kiss my ass. Okay, so next time around, we'll see if our boss can join, and that's going to be one interesting time. Is it? 
I'm going to be sitting there. I'm going to be so quiet, just observing. No, because she comes at me, and I'm just going to be like... Oh, I'm going to the background like, oh, baby, baby. <laughs> go eat. Go take a nap. Go to the bathroom. Get off my phone. Yeah. Get off my computer screen right now. I'm done with you. Man, it's feels so right, dark. You look like you're 15, 16 years old. Look at you. All right, let me go to the bathroom then because I am playing with you. I got not, I probably got It's one of those where you just got to run straight to the bathroom. I should probably yes, now. Just in case you don't make it. I don't know what she was doing in the dark. That's why. Oh, no, I just had to unbutton my pants so that by the time I got to the bathroom, I'll be prepared. So I don't have. I don't need your judgment, Amari. I'm not judging you. Don't need it. Nope, 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 nope. All right. So it's been real, guys. Enjoy your evening. Get some rest. Go pee so you don't have to have... um, That was the thing my boss said. That after you have a child, your urinary thing is not... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Does it make you feel like... AJ be like... She's like, oh, here come mommy. Go ahead, mommy. I'll open the bathroom door for you. And I'll be walking by. She'll be like, go run, run, run. Because I usually just haul ass into the house and upstairs. Let me have a pink. Okay, before we get on another tangent, because I know you need to do stuff. (laughs) Oh, I need to pee. (laughs) Bye. Bye.